you are now tapped in with through my eyes with one eye with the world it was yo 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 we back this is season two episode 14 and today i got my main man floater fym with me you know floater artist videographer, film director, you know what I'm saying? He, he he just got his hands in on a lot right now. So, you know, I wanted to bring him on to the platform, talk to him, see what all he had going on. So, y'all make sure y'all tap in. Y'all know what it is. This is the world's illest the podcast. World's illest, and today, I'm here with Floater. Yo, yo, what up, Flo? Yeah, what's going down, man? Man, same old same, man. So, first of all, man, welcome to the podcast. Um, First, I want to ask you. Are you originally from Florida? And if so, um, if not, you know, where does the name Florida come from? Um, I'm actually not from Florida at all. Uh, okay. A lot of people ask me that. I, yeah. I think they take Florida um, from Florida. They think it's like slang, like, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. Uh, but uh, Florida is actually an acronym. Okay. What I mean? is Okay. So, but you break it down for me then. Uh, free, loyal, open, dedicated, and aggressive. Uh, so that was I created that person uh, mentally uh-huh. uh, before I really started doing music. Uh, I created this person. This person I really wanted to be everything that I felt like I wasn't. Yeah. So I felt like if I, it's it's almost kind of like how they say, um, you know, dress for the job you you want. Yeah kind of situation. So uh-huh. every time I hopped on that stage or I hopped in that booth, I was flow, you know, until I actually became that person. Okay. That's what's up. So what does the FYM stand for at the end of the flow? Uh, flex your mind. Flex your mind. Okay. Flex your mind. I always thought, for some reason, you know what? <laughs> I always want to I always want to associate the FYM with like, fuck you mean. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so uh, It's crazy because... To this day, everybody still thinks that means uh, uh, "fuck you" mean right? Because I was so because to me so, it's like because it can still and it can still go right right. Because I'm thinking in the artist <laughs> name Floater, <laughs> yeah. fuck you mean yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's why I'm like so okay. It can, it can still go. I'm like yeah. cool. I'm not. I'm not knocking it because sometimes I feel like that. Fuck you mean that's like but, a double entendre. With yeah. Your name. <laughs> so it can go either way. Flex your mind. Fuck you mean. Yeah. Straight up. I like that. Uh, so let me ask you, what was life like for a young Floater growing up? Um, so I, it was kind of actually, it was different for me, uh-huh. um, because, uh, a lot of my friends that I grew up with, um, you know, uh, they didn't have like the father mm-hmm. in their life growing up and things like that. Um, I actually had my mom and my pops growing right. up, you know same, what I mean? My pops, me. my pops was in the streets tough, mm-hmm. but he still, he was still home, you know, and I don't know, but my, my my mom and my pops, they they went through a lot of crazy shit, but they they made it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they stayed like for some reason. I right. don't know, but shit, they stayed. So um I feel like my my pops, even though he was going through the things that he was going through, he still taught me right from wrong. Right, right. Okay. He still was on some, he wasn't condoning what he was doing. He still was like, look, I'm doing this, but this ain't what right. you supposed to be on. Fuck that. This is what you gonna be on. You gonna get on these books. You gonna get on this. You gonna get on that. You know what I'm saying? So he 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 and he was hard on me. He yeah. was hard on me. So pretty much the don't do what I'm doing. Do what I say. Yeah, you know yeah. What I'm and, and he was hard. But yeah. like I said, all my friends, 
it was different. They was in the streets tough, and they was so I was still out there with them. Right, but it was different. You know what I'm saying? Cause I I think uh, well I know I I just had a little more structure. Uh huh. See, you I think it mean? was the same for me because well a lot of my friends too. You know we we all had our uh, a father figure. Mm-hmm. You know at the crib, mother father at the crib. But then we did have those friends who didn't, and then we had those friends who yeah. was in the street. So we kind of mm-hmm. you know. Dibbled and dabbled, but we knew yeah. right from wrong because, like you said, you come from that, you come from yeah. that structure. So that's always a good thing. It's so, crazy that, it, but you know what? A lot of people um want to glorify the fact that come on, you know, I grew up without a father <laughs> and whoopie whoop. Yeah, and that's why I did speak about that because it's not nothing to be a why. Why do people look at it like? It's a shame because you grew up with your mom and your pops. Yeah, you know or, what I'm saying. Like or, people don't. Like what? And this is another thing that killed. <laughs> this is another thing that, that that I don't understand is they knock you if your mother and if your mother and father had the opportunity to get a job or education and provide mm-hmm. for you. So now yeah. you can you know you come from a two parent household. You know it's always a spoon fed. You know <laughs> you know a silver spoon fed. Like, like like what is wrong with saying hey you know because. We still come from our, our. We may not as as children yeah. experienced it, but our parents went through that struggle, exactly. so therefore they wanted to make sure that we didn't. You know what exactly. I mean? Like so, I, I, I had my own uh, struggles. I yeah. had different struggles. Like me, I feel like I didn't have a childhood from mm-hmm. that because my pops kept me away from a lot of shit. So. Um, I I wasn't able to go to um you know I I have no childhood memory right. my childhood memory is in in my room really. okay I wasn't allowed to go to certain places and stuff like that to keep when my pops mix. got locked up is when I went out and did my thing <laughs> when he got out of jail it was right back in the room yeah you know he got locked up three or four times for uh-huh. a long period of time but um you know during them uh, during those times is when I went out and did my thing but for the most part. He, when he came back and found out what I did, I was in my room. <laughs> so, so, you know yeah. what I mean? And I think that's why I'm an introvert now. Like, I feel like I really don't need too many people because I never really had nobody. It was just me in my room, my thought process. So that's why I feel like I'm, that's where my creativity comes from, I think. That's so all would I you had. say that you are you are a, a introverted extrovert? Um... Kind of stick to yourself, but you know you're not just so introverted to where you just don't fool with anybody. I, that's how I can. That's what I consider myself. Uh, I, I, yeah, yeah. You know what? I can say that. I can you know say because you can you that. still go out in public places when you out. You know, have conversations like it's some it's, people who are introverts. They go out and they not saying nothing, talking to anybody. But it's more of I'm. But I'm. That's why I say I will go out. Um, every blue moon, every blue moon, I will go out. But when I do go out. Um, outside. Mm-hmm. Everybody's inside. I'm outside, over it, off in my corner. Not even doing it. Not even doing anything important. Like right. I may be scrolling or texting somebody else. Mm-hmm. Like stuff you can do at home. Right, but I don't know mix. why. I don't. Yeah. I know. No, I, it's just, I get it. I get it. I'm trying to. I feel like doing what I'm doing. I have to get out of that. So I guess it's a part of me that wants to not be that way. Mm-hmm. But then I always go back to who I am. Like, man, so let's say me. Let me, <laughs> like, let me go. Get away, man. So, uh, growing up, were you were only child, or did you have any other uh, siblings? Uh, so actually, um, I'm the oldest. Okay. Um, I'm the oldest. Um, 
and actually on my um on my mom's side of the family and my pop's side of the family, I'm the oldest grandchild also. Oh, okay. So I'm the oldest in my generation. Yeah. Yeah. So And you young. That's, yeah, that's that's <laughs> that's that's real heavy. Um because like I said, like out of all my cousins, like I'm the oldest. Yeah. So there's a lot of pressure, you know, cause like I I I if somebody had beef with me, I couldn't go get my big cousin a big bro. <laughs> you know what I mean? I'm the, it big, was, I'm the big bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was over. I can't go get nobody. It was over. <laughs> it's over. We just gotta duke it out. Right? So you got younger, you got younger brothers and sisters? Yeah. What yeah. is the relationship between you two? How and you know what like was it are you all that far apart to where, you know, they they're they're doing their own little thing now because you're so old or I actually talked to my um one of my brothers, I, I only talked to one of my brothers. Okay. I got two brothers and two sisters. Uh-huh. And I talked to uh, one of my brothers. He's in uh, Florida. My others, you know, I, I love them dearly. Um, we just we just don't, you know, you just know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, we just be, we, we be living. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I don't like the forced connections. I don't want to hit you up just because we family or whatever. I like genuine connections. Right. You know what I mean? So I hit my brother up because I'm interested in, the things that he talks about, you know okay. what I'm saying? He talks about, you know, making moves and, you know what I'm saying, uh, other ways of making money. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, okay. we can talk. I, I hit him up every now and then and, you know, we can talk for hours. So, how long have you, are are you from the Radcliffe area? Or yeah. How, and so, how long, so you've just been here, you've been in this so, Radcliffe area your whole life? So, I was actually born here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then around, I say, uh, 14 is when I moved to E-Town. And then I stayed there till I was maybe like 17 or 18. Then moved back. And then I kind of, you know, kind of lived a little bit in E-Town, moved back, area now and okay. type situation. But mostly, I, I would say I'm from Radcliffe. Yeah. You know what I mean? Man, me when too. I moved, when I moved to E-Town, uh, I was... <laughs> It's funny when I moved down there when I was fourteen. I, you know, I wasn't accepted, and that was a big reason. Um, during school, that was real heavy for me, um, because I couldn't con- I could not concentrate on my schoolwork or nothing because I had real life issues going on. Like there was a whole Radcliffe and E Town beef going on. Oh yeah. So when I yep. moved down there, I'm like, why would y'all <laughs> move down here? <laughs> like. Y'all don't yeah. understand, like I guess a real beef. Yeah, so when I got there, Cliff. nobody liked me, man. The women they liked me, yeah. but that made the men the even men, better. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, oh no. So we really at him. I got people like I got in fights left and right. So you know what I'm saying? Or people just didn't like me. So you know, and I held, I stood my ground, but it it came to a time where I I failed. So for you, it was moving from Radcliffe to E-Town. For me, it was moving off of Fort Knox to Radcliffe. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it's you know, who he think he is. Ah. It was, oh, I hope he don't think he finna holler at such and such when he get here because she's with such da 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 You know what I mean? So it was, it, was all of, it was all of that. But eventually, everything, you know, worked itself out. And every, every, it, it is what it is. I, I really, you know what, to this day, I'm like, man, it kind of makes you think about, like, your kids in the situation. You really don't know what they're going through. You can't 
And like me, I didn't want to tell my pops. My pops was crazy. He probably would have did some shit, you know, and been <laughs> yeah. locked away if I would have told him, yo, like, I'm, I'm having to fight damn near left and right every time I step yeah. out of here, you know what I'm saying? Like, he probably would have been locked up again somewhere, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I couldn't really talk to them about anything. They just thought I just had an attitude. Right. The whole time, I'm in a whole little situation. situation just too. moving out <laughs> So, man, that's crazy. Um... As kids, we always we always say, man, I can't wait till we get till I get older. You know, we wanted to have more privileges, so on and so forth. Um, but as you get older, you learn that more more privileges means more responsibilities. Yeah. Uh, growing up, what did you see? What did I know? You just said that your father was in the streets. What did your What did your mother do for a living to make ends meet? Uh, she worked. Uh, she worked. She actually worked two jobs. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> she took care of mentally ill individuals in, uh, in those uh, houses. Okay. We went to their houses and took care of them and everything. Yeah. She so she had two jobs. Um, so I barely, I barely seen my moms. You know what I'm saying? She was working. Yeah, she was working, working. You know, and that's why I say like I was. It was if it really felt like it was just me growing up. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I had that structure, but mostly, like <laughs> you know, pops in the streets, moms had yeah, work. Yeah, yeah, you know they was there, but they were. You know what <laughs> I'm right, saying? They was there, but they wasn't. You know okay. what I mean? Okay, I get it. Yeah. That's what it is. So you learned a lot. You was like you said, no childhood memories because you yeah. had to grow up. You you had to become exactly. a man at an early age. Exactly. exactly. Disrespectable. You know what I mean? Exactly. When he Not, left, I had to I had to take that. You uh-huh. know what I mean? I my mom was still working and stuff. I had to make sure my brothers and sisters' uh, school clothes was out, ironed, washed. You know what I'm saying? Make sure they was fed and whoop de whoop. So that's what I had to do at an early age. That's what helped me mm-hmm. grow up. You know what I'm saying? Quick. Yeah. So now you like so, hell. You already know how to move. Yeah, I was already hip. I was already yeah. hip. By the time I got on my own, I was I was hip. Like um, I already know how to do all this. All right. So as small as Radcliffe is, you know, we got two McDonald's. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. A couple stoplights here and there. There was mm-hmm. areas where everybody hung. You had behind Old Sears. You had behind AutoZone, Crestview, Paradise, the block behind McDonald's. And, you know, other spots. I know they got the north, south, east, you know, all of that. Uh, what area did you grow up in? Uh, I was over there behind uh, U.S. Okay. So you say U.S. Cav. We say behind the old Sears. Yeah. Okay. Because, okay. Because yeah, the Sears yeah. used to sit mm-hmm. up there. So it yep. used to be behind the old Sears. Okay. So you grew so up. So I was on Shelby okay. when I was young. I was on Shelby, but... Uh, my granny stayed behind U.S. Calvin the houses, man. So it was I was jumping back, yeah. you know what I'm saying between the both of those, man. So I um when when my pops retired, he he got a house on Shelby. So I stayed mm-hmm. on Shelby. I moved to Shelby Avenue like 2000. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And then 2001, you know, my peoples was there for a minute. But yeah, I lived on. That's where I grew up on. Um, well, not necessarily grew up because I was in the 11th grade when we moved to Shelby. So I was, you know, on my way transitioning out. Um, but, okay. So you was down the street on Shelby in the apartments? Yep. Yep, in that in that blue that blue apartment, okay. right? When you coming around that corner, <laughs> that, that one right up there. Yep. Okay, I got an accident yep. right there on that corner. This dude ran yep. into the back of my car. Um, so 
my partner, little Bobby, he had a little brother. I don't know if y'all are the same age or nothing, but mm-hmm. um, Jawan. Did you ever used to hang with little Jawan? Yeah, Jawan. So that was actually like a uh, big bro back okay. then. Um, and he uh, he actually uh, molded me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Some in a good way, some in a bad way. <laughs> you know what I mean? But uh, I think he gave me uh, my uh, oomph. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah. he had us fighting left and right. You know what I'm saying? Y'all got to get y'all hands right. This is right, training. Right. Y'all got I'm like, training? Oh, what is she talking? You know what I'm he saying? Sound, that sound like he a like, He turned the whole, man, he turned that whole side of Radcliffe to a whole training camp. So like, let me ask People me. was lining up, squaring up. Fighting and the first person to drive you was out. You gotta go to the back of the line. You just kept going, kept going. Kept I'm <laughs> thirsty, man. We you not getting no water till we finish some more. I'm like, man, what? Juwan, man, he yeah. nice. So <laughs> it was one day, Juwan. We we down there, you know what I'm saying? Miss Michelle at work. Me, little Bobby there, Juwan there, Juwan mm-hmm. get off punishment, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He go, he able to go outside. He go outside. Um, this was the Pokemon card incident. Was you out there for that? Mm-mm. Man, Jawan went out there, whooped some little kid. You know, Pokemon cards. <laughs> Jawan went out there, man, whooped oh, the man. dude for this Pokemon cards oh. and came back to the crib. You know, they said, you know, they knocking at the door, you know, at Mr. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Jawan fresh off uh fresh off punishment, man, right back on. You know what I'm saying? So, man, that's crazy. Now, them my people though, man. I used to uh <laughs> I used to go up to the city with uh with Bobby, you know what I'm saying? Him yeah. and his mother, you know what I'm saying, kick it, cause we all stay right down the street from each other. So we met, but me and Bobby met yeah. on, on me and Bobby <laughs> met it was crazy because you know he's a uh he's a heavy crip. Yeah, yeah. So we yeah. lived on Knox and we had red on. We not even on no gangbanger or nothing. Ah, we like, man, yeah, who this? Yeah, ooh, yeah. Ooh, ooh, you know? So yeah, that was crazy. But nah, that's my um that's my peoples. Um You lived here in Radcliffe and you went to uh you went to grade school here. I have to ask you this question. Were you a a Trojan or were you a bulldog? Now you're not not a okay. I was gonna say because the answer that that the the right answer depended on whether or not this yeah, was gonna yeah, come yeah, out. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, Trojan, Trojan. <laughs> okay, that's what it is. You know, I grew up a Trojan too, man. That's what's up right there. You man. know, if you was a Trojan, you was deeper, a little deeper in Radcliffe. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You was on way on that side. If you was on that border, you know, you was going. Yep. Where I lived that, where I lived that on Shelby, I would have went to John because everybody who was over there where I lived that ended up going mm. to John. But it was dope okay. because John was the new high school, so you could uh, everybody yeah. could leave. Those cats could leave from yeah. North and go be the new yeah. man at John. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Or the new female at mm-hmm. John because you getting them people from there. So you know that's crazy. Well, y'all know what it is, man. We're going to take a commercial break real quick. Make sure that y'all tap in and check out John Woo's The Producer's Corner coming to you on a monthly basis. John Woo, let them know what's going on. Yo, what up? This is John Woo, and this portion of Through My Eyes with One Eye Willie is sponsored by The Producer's Corner. The Producer Corner is a creative space for artists, producers, media creatives, and hustlers just like yourself to come out, network, gain knowledge about the industry and the culture. 
Follow me on Instagram at John Woo Got Beats so you do not miss the dopest networking event in the area. Yo, 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 and y'all know what it is. We back. Thanks, John Woo, for that drop. Make sure y'all go check out John Woo at the Producers Corner. And you already know this podcast is powered by Audio Plug Music. Ugh, and we back with the homie Floater. Now, Flo, you went to North Harden. While you were there, did you play any sports? Or, or were you in any type of clubs in high school? Um, <laughs> I, I know good. people always I be like, clubs. Man, I was, <laughs> you know what's funny, man? <laughs> I was <laughs> I was good <laughs> in street sports. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? When it comes to playing football and stuff, you know what I'm saying? We was out there, uh, a ball out there. Yeah, it was good. Man, I, I try to play football, you know what I'm saying? Freshman year, man. It's horrible. <laughs> horrible. So when it came to organizing, oh, no, it was, it was yeah, like, nah. yeah, it was different, man. It was it was different. It just I don't know. It it just wasn't me. Yeah, you know okay. what I'm saying? So I hop right back out real quick. Right, right. For sure, I can dig it. Now, living in this area right here in Radcliffe and E-Town, we have limited options when it comes to careers. You either going to go to college, you got the military, or you're going to get you a factory job out here in E-Town. When you were about to graduate from high school, what was your game plan? Um, I actually, uh, I didn't have a game plan. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, like I said before, everything had switched. For me, uh, you know, I was I was in a deep depression. Okay. Because I just felt like I was trapped. I couldn't get out. I had to go to. It's almost like going to your uh, ops crib. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I felt like going to school. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I was. It was depressing. I didn't want to do schoolwork or nothing. And I actually um I went to the BCA. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Where are you go? So um. Hey man, that was a little minute. I don't even You may know have went. Here. I wonder if you went. Um, uh, you must have went. You probably went after my mother worked there. My mother worked at BCA. She was like, she worked there when it first started. She was mm-hmm. like, she was a part of it when they had the first few groups. I was a bulldog there at the BCA. And then I didn't even finish there. I, I was supposed to go there six months. I was there five months. Man, everybody, man, it was horrible in there. They was, bro, they was cutting up in there. Yeah. And I'm like, yo, they cutting up in here. So it goes down over there. At the fifth month, my pops was asking me, like, how am I doing in there? And I'm like, yo, I'm not learning anything. I'm not, like, because he was asking me, like, how, as far as, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying, me learning stuff, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm not learning anything. They keep cutting up. Like, they keep. Disrupting clay, you know they so bad. Yeah, so we I'm can't. Not, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm not bad. Yeah, I'm not bad. I just <laughs> I couldn't go to that school, so you know what I'm saying. So he like, all right. So he took me out, and I went to uh, I went and got my GED. The same year he took me out, mm-hmm. boom, got my GED. Okay, so went on ahead, got your GED, got out. Yeah, so I really didn't know what I wanted to be. It was just you know. I just wanted to get done with that part so I can think about life. You know what I'm saying? Right. Man, because that was my so that that was my next question, which you probably really don't mm-hmm. have an answer for since it was like that. So mm-hmm. my next question was going to be, what did you think life would be like when you got older? I, you know what? I always felt like I was going to be something big. Okay. Even though, even though um, I was going through those things while I was younger, uh-huh. I always felt like I was going to be something big because I got a competitive nature. My pops got a competitive nature. I, 
And I, I took that in. I got a competitive nature. I compete with people silently. <laughs> right, okay. Not even on no, you know, fuck him or whoop de whoop or, you know, whatever. It's friendly competition. Like, my homies, I may, you know, and a lot of times I, I may even tell them, hey, just all the time, I may even tell them, hey, I bet I can do this before you do this. <laughs> like, let's go. Uh, you trying to do this this month? Okay, let's see if we can do this amount, you know, in this week, and let's see what we, you know what I'm saying? I'm 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 just that person. I got a competitive nature. And I like to compete with the best because you ain't gonna fall, you ain't gonna fall too short when you when you compete with the best. Yeah. You know what I mean? So and it's the same with like videography. Like what I'm doing now. I'm looking at the best videographers right now. You know what I'm saying? Seeing what they're doing. I'm like, I gotta, I'm like, I gotta step it up. You know what I mean? So uh I'm, I'm, I just got a competitive well, nature. That, so I, that's I, good I that you... Yeah, that, that's a good thing because now you always want to constantly raise the bar when it comes to, you oh, know, the, everything that you do in your craft. Um, oh, so let's transition over a little bit. We're going to talk about a little bit about your music, your music life. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> now, in 2009, I moved back to the area after graduating from um, WKU. Mm-hmm. Um, I began shooting. I, I was like you. I started shooting videos for uh, a lot of artists around here in the area and outside of the area. Um, this is when I came by you and your man's from, he was from Louisiana. Was he from New Orleans? I can't think of his name. Ah, uh, yeah, uh, Max out. Yeah, Max Al. with Max out. He was Kilo um, Gotti at first. Okay, Kilo Gotti, Max yeah, out. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 for sure. Um, and y'all, y'all was doing y'all thing on the music. Um, mm-hmm. How long had you been rapping at that time? Um, I, I I think I had actually just started rapping, like just just started rapping. I think it was 2011, if I can remember. Okay, yeah. Uh, cause, cause that's the first time I dropped that music video. Okay, you know. So when we linked, I just started making music. You know what I mean? And and uh, I th- I really feel like that that moment that time saved me. Mm-hmm. Cause I I was losing myself and I was like I didn't have no drive I was losing that competitive nature, cause I I was like man this ain't what like what's out here yeah. I didn't have no I wasn't cool with my pops at that time I ain't have nobody coaching me or telling me you know so I'm like yo like there ain't nothing out here I felt like so when Max out came around you know he was flowing he was doing his thing I picked it up a little bit. And uh, from then, um, music, I just, I just, I fell in love with music from then. Mm-hmm. I, fe- I felt the power from it. That's you know what I'm mean? right there, man. Music definitely. It's uh, powerful. It's, it's, it's powerful, it's, it's yeah. Very, it's very powerful. Yeah, for sure. Um, when, when you first picked up the mic as a rapper, um, who did you spit your rhymes to? And did you think that those rhymes that you were creating were dope? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, funny part about it, I wrote something, um, and uh, I wanted to see how my, you know, I wanted to see how it was, what somebody else thought about it, but I ain't going to lie, I was I was kind of shy, you know, it was my yeah. first look, so I picked up the piece of paper and I said, man, I said, who wrote this? So I sp- I spit it to one of my homies like it was somebody else's shit. Okay. <laughs> so I was like, man, who 
I just picked it up off the ground. Like, who wrote this? And I spit it. He was like, he's hard. Right. Who? So I'm like, who that? Okay. I folded it up. And I was like, man, I might take bruh's bars. <laughs> just, you know, put it in my pocket. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, I might have some. So then the next time when I did something and I spit something, he was like, ah, bro, that's hard. So I was like, okay, I might have something. Mm-hmm. Kept on, kept on rolling with it. But Max out would always outshine me though. Max out hard. So he, that's what I needed. I always get better when I got somebody that's just that has that gap in between uh-huh. us. I need a gap. I don't need you to be just a little bit better than me. I need yeah. you to be a whole lot, a lot better, better than me. Yeah, okay. Like a big gap. Yeah. Cause I, I need you to crush my pride. I want my pride hurt. Like, damn, this is <laughs> hard. That's going to bring that umph out of me. Like, that's going to make me binge watch, you know what I'm saying, uh, and study the game like I really need to and, and perfect my craft. Okay. Because I'll get comfortable if yeah. not. Man, what's up with Max out? He's still doing his thing? Oh, uh, yeah. He's, uh, I think he's, matter of fact, he just moved back to Atlanta. Okay. So he, he's back in Atlanta now. Uh, he moved. He moved to uh, Atlanta, then he went to New Orleans. Now he's back in Atlanta. Okay. That's so, what's up right there, he's man. Still doing he, his he's, thing, man. He was definitely nice. Uh, when I heard Jaw on them tracks, I used to be like, man, yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Um, the, you, you, y'all was dope. Every track, everybody would be like, at the end of the track, bro, because uh, like I said at the time, his name was Kilo. Bro, Kilo killed that. I used to be like, this nigga. <laughs> I gotta step it up. Yeah. It was never hate though. Like uh-huh. I don't see, like I didn't have hate. It it wasn't hate. It was just like okay, like I gotta step it up. Competitive nature. It was like damn. Like yeah. all right, every time ugh, kilos verse though. I'm like oh, okay, bet <laughs> I got like, something right. for that next time. Yeah, yeah. I'm like all right, bet. <laughs> made you get your made you sharpen your pen. Yeah, yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. Most artists that I have on the podcast, um, they either have a parent or somebody who had a musical background who took them under their wing or they grew up in a church uh, choir. Uh, is that the case for you? Um, you talking about like where I got my music? Pretty much, because that was gonna be my that was gonna be my um, next talent. Like, who would you say that you got your musical talents from? Um, you know, actually, my my family is actually real deep in music. Like, okay. my mom would sing around the house. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually, that's why I I started off rapping. And it's crazy to say this. I don't want to seem like a, a, you know, but the way music is going now, a lot of people hate it, but I actually like it. Yeah, because. Mm-hmm. Um, the way they're making music now is the way I always wanted to make music. Okay, it wasn't really acceptable back then, mm-hmm. but now you can kind of sing and rap now. You know what I'm saying? And I would always hear my mom sing around the house. I would hear my aunt sing around the house. My granny sing. Like I'm talking about day in, day out, and they could sing. Not just hum, no, like they could sing. Okay. So it was like I'd be humming, and the music they played was like real soulful music and scatting and all of that. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I was really, that's what I mostly heard. I didn't really hear too much of that uh, gangster rap or anything like that. I was really hearing that soulful music. Soulful music. So that shit touches me. Mm. That shit moves me in a whole different way. Mm. 
makes sense now. So it's it like, makes sense now so listening to I want a vibe. Like it's like, bro, I really want a vibe. But that's what was. It was like, okay, so if this is what we at, let me let me do this right now. Like, let me you know spit about some real shit. I never spit about you know doing shit I didn't do. You know, spit about trapping and oh, killing for, people. For, man, for sure. Because when and I listen to people, your music, when I listen to your you know, music, I don't hear that. It's it's vibe. motivational. Yeah, motivational Motiv- vibe. Motivational vibe. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I like that. that. It was just like I said, motivational and vibe. I, I ain't never. I never really got into rapping about that other. You know what I mean? <laughs> man, <laughs> that's real shit. Like a lot of people won't come on a platform and say that. You know, a lot yeah. of people want to have that. They want to have that. I'm, I'm the big dog. I was this yeah. background. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. you know it's. It, 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 Whatever. Man, new story. Whatever. We ain't gonna even talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh when I came back home here, it was two thousand and nine. There were multiple labels, labels, crews, whatever you wanna call them. We had Flippin' Stack, you had Bread Boy Entertainment, Exit Nine Four, and you got you had Hooligan Music. You were and you you decided to run with Hooligan Music. Mm-hmm. How did you end up working with that label? Uh Crazy, crazy part about that, I actually started with a flipping stack. Oh, uh, yeah? yeah? Okay. Okay. So, so <laughs> okay. Yeah. So I got picked up, uh, Kilo got picked up first mm, by flipping stack. Okay. So he came back to me like, yo, I got signed, you know, to a group. Mm-hmm. So we was younger, you know what I'm saying? So that was that was big to us, just being in an organization mm-hmm. with people musically, with somebody older running it. That was big to us because yeah. we was, man, we was just out there. You know what I'm saying? We <laughs> didn't have no future. We yeah. didn't have no future. We didn't nothing. We didn't know, you know. So just being a part of something was big to us. He like, yo, I got signs to this group. I'm like, yo, what? So I'm, I'm like, ah, oh, nah. <laughs> like, Russ cutting up. He doing too much now. I'm like, hold on. <laughs> So you record music with him and everything. So I'm like, yo, tell him about me. Like, let him know, like. So he holler at him. We go over there and he like, all right, like, record something. So I record something. They rock with it. They took me on. So I'm like, all right, bet. And uh, from then, I think I was with them for maybe like a year or two. Okay. After there, you know, we went our separate ways and I learned a lot. I learned a lot from them. Mm-hmm. I actually learned maybe the most from them. Okay. You know what I mean? And, uh, then I went to Hooligan Music. Okay. And uh, actually being with Hooligan Music, that's why I picked up, that's why I actually picked up a camera. Mm-hmm. Because watching uh, watching uh, Corey, uh, Corey had sickle cell. Mm-hmm. And he'd be in the hospital left and right. But at the same time, he had so many jobs. And I was always told as a man, like, you know, get you a job, get you a good paying job, you know, put food on the table, whoop de whoop. Nobody ever gave me the scoop that you can get multiple you can have multiple jobs and operate multiple <laughs> jobs. <laughs> right. So watching him, that gave me a whole new sense of like what a man is. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, I'm watching dude do this. He had like five or six different jobs. And I'm like, how? And then you keep going to the hospital. And I'm like, bro, how? 
and everything he was doing for me, he wasn't paying nobody to shoot my video. He was doing it himself. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, how does he keep? <laughs> it was blowing my mind that somebody I, I I ain't heard of nobody that was doing all that. So, um, I really took that in. That made me want to look in the cameras and stuff like that. And I got fascinated with cameras and stuff like that. So that's you know that's actually where I got you know the 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 videography from. That's what's up right there. Uh, now you walk, but you were still a part of the music. You were still part of the music yeah. portion. Y'all recorded yeah, music yeah. together. Yeah, I, I was so still so recording forth, right? stuff like that. I just you know, like I said, I I never that's had when that you started thought. picking up that because he was kind of still he was doing stuff. For me, but he was kind of still making music. He would drop a track every blue moon still. Uh-huh. So I'm just like, hey, how is he a recording artist and shooting videos? So I'm like, yo, let me look into this. Let me tap into this. Like, I don't have to just be an artist. I can have another talent too. So when I tapped into it, and I'm looking at these cameras and stuff, and I'm like, yo, they don't cost as much as I thought they did. And it ain't, it don't look as hard as I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. I'm like, man, let me let me see what's up to this. I didn't wind up getting the camera and equipment to years later. Uh-huh. But and it was around the right time. I feel like everything happens the you know, at the time it should. But um yeah, that's that's what really it, you know, that's what really got me to where I'm at where I'm at now with the cameras and shit. So how long were you with Hooligan Music and mm-hmm. do they still work with talent today? Um I think I was I, I, you know what? I I'm not sure. About that uh, question, maybe like four years or so, four or five years, maybe it was, it was, it was some years. Yeah, it was four, a lot going on back in that time. Yeah, yeah, it was f- maybe four or five years. That's and, you know, I, I I picked up a lot of them, uh, a lot from them, also a uh-huh. lot. You know, a lot from them. Um, you know, starting off strong. Um, I feel like we pissed. A lot of people off, you know how he had me as an artist because he would say, "No, nah, you can't. We gonna have to charge them for a feature." Mm-hmm. And people wasn't charging for features too much back then. He was trying to make money, so people didn't understand that portion so of the game. When <laughs> I was one of the first people to ch- start charging other people for features, right? And I remember the first time that it happened, <laughs> <laughs> it was a whole big ass status. Made it. Everybody around the area jumped on. Like, yeah, this nigga tried to charge me for. Yeah, he tried to charge me too. You too. So it was everybody in the area had jumped on there. But it was good publicity for me, even though you know it was just in the area. It was still people was talking about it. Right. So I was like, all right, and I kind of, I liked it that. Like I liked that because that kind of showed me. Because I was telling him, like, nah, I don't think we should. That's going to piss him off. <laughs> right. So he was like, nah. Piss him Like, off. just watch. Just watch. So when that happened and I'm pissing people off, I'm like, look, told this this is not the way I wanted to go. Like, I'm not. Our job is not to piss people off. Right. Like, just watch. Now, and when that happened, yeah. then I seen uh, the respect was different. The respect was different. That's when people, I felt like. People started looking at me like somebody to respect and shit. Like, okay, like he don't do this to play around. Like he do. He's serious money. about his business. 
Now, so okay, so you know, back at at, at that time, mm-hmm. it was the bump in the heads with yeah. me and him. Yeah. So you are a videographer now, so this is a good time for you yeah, know what I'm saying because yeah. that's that shit dead. But yeah. this is a good time to have this conversation. Yeah, yeah. So okay, tell me how you will feel about this. Okay, you shooting videos, you the man. Okay. Feel, nah, no, 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 no. Let's take the man portion out. Okay. You shooting videos, you doing your thing. Okay. I hit you up. Mm-hmm. Yo, Flo, what up, man? Uh, you shooting videos? Woo, yeah. Woo, woo. yeah. What type of camera you using? Man, this what I'm woo, woo, woo. You tell me. Okay. Man, what you charging for videos? Man, that's what I'm charging individuals. Boom, 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 boom. Cool. Conversation in. Boom, you hang up. You pop out. You bump into one of your clients, mm-hmm. and they say, "Hey, Will, tell me he's shooting videos now. He shooting, he charging, and I, I, I slash your price in half. Mm-hmm. How would you?" Uh. <laughs> Ah, okay, okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, you know, like a lot of people, people don't know that portion of it. Yeah. That's where, because because I go out and I got, I had like two or three clients say, oh, such and such called me and told me, and I'm thinking like, hey, I'm not standing in the way of you doing your thing, but if... X, Y, and Z is my client. Mm-hmm. Why are you calling my? And not saying that you can't because yeah, you yeah, can. Yeah. It's free enterprise. Yeah, facts. You know facts, what I'm saying? Facts. But to slash what I'm doing in half. You know what yeah. I'm saying? That's what a that's what a riffraff that's what a riffraff came in. But you know what I'm saying? No hard feelings. I think okay. back I think back then at that time it was just the competitive. Nature, you know what I'm saying? Oh man, you know what? That's what I love about back then the most because everybody was so competitive. Don't get me, don't get me wrong, because it's good that everybody's now. It's like everybody kicking with everybody now. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yep. But you had sides back then, and you had to pick one. Yep. You couldn't be both. I tried so many times. I was so, I'm telling you, bro. I ain't gonna lie. I'm I'm I was that guy that tried to, you know, not not play both sides as far as tell this person this and tell this person that, but just be neutral. Mm-hmm. It, it's not gonna happen. Nah, it's yeah. not gonna happen. You I'm can't tell if they you. see you over there. I was nah, the you're worst. not fucking with us. I'm I like, was, bro, I'm yep. not I'm not beefing with you. I'm not beefing with you. That's nah, exactly not, how it was. It's not, That's no exactly way. how. Oh uh, yeah. No. All right, cool. Oh, no. you was in his video. Yeah, you no, hang with him. Cut you off. <laughs> cut you off. You up. Like damn, what, bro? Man, that's crazy. So okay. So <laughs> let, 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 let me ask you this then. Audio plug. You know I me mean? since we on this conversation because it yeah. leads up. It leads up to this. You know the conversations that yeah. we were we were talking about earlier. Uh, before we before we started rolling, uh-huh. so it, while you were there with Hooligan Music, mm-hmm. you know I know uh, he he Corey was doing his thing. He 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 ended up getting you guys like neck. Yeah, I had chains and everything, yeah, right? Yeah. So I don't know if this I don't know if it's true or what, mm-hmm. but it was a situation to where he took the chain and he threw it in the he throw it in the Freeman Lake or something. Ah oh, man, so. Was I'm just there trying to. Two, so there was, there was two situations. There was two situations. Okay. So that that didn't happen. 
You know, that that didn't happen. Okay. So that, that's that, crazy that it came out like that. Yeah, that didn't happen, but he did take the chain back. Okay. So he he didn't throw he wouldn't throw that chain. You know what I'm saying? He spent some money on you gonna yeah, throw it in some water. Nobody just throw no chain. Yeah. So he didn't actually throw the chain, but he did take the chain back. You know, when we parted ways, and I felt like it was respectful. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I, and I feel like he had a right to ask for his chain back. Okay. You know, of course, if we split in ways, I'm not I'm not gonna rock the chain no more. So you might as well get you it. You might back. as well get it, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So he was just like, yo, um, and can I you can I get that chain back? So I'm like, yeah, yeah, definitely. So when I gave him the chain, we dapped up, and then I ain't hear from him until years later, like years and years later. I'm talking like maybe like recently. You know what I mean? And like I said, we cool now. You know, we ain't like homies or nothing, but like we cool. Yeah. Like it's a it's a mutual respect because I, I feel like we we did a lot in the past. Mm-hmm. So it's it's gotta be that that respect and that acknowledgement. Like yo, you know whatever happened, whatever the dis the disagreement was. Yeah, it is what it is. Like we now, did. now after that situation happened, you were still doing your thing as an artist. What did you do and move on to keep make sure that you kept it pushing and keeping your name and your talent alive? Um, I felt like that was the best thing that could have happened. Mm-hmm. It was breaking from um, hooligan music as far as uh, the pressure. I didn't have nobody making. Making the rules for me no more. Mm-hmm. It was all that's me. Real. That was that's hella pressure. Yeah, you'd be surprised how many young guys, young artists right now ask me to be their manager. I'm a videographer, <laughs> but you'd be surprised how many people because they just don't know and they don't, don't want to mess up. Right. Anytime you don't know, you about to jump into something. I don't care, bro. It can be water. You're gonna be like, hey, somebody that's in that water. What's the temperature like? It's hot as a cold. Down yeah, there. yeah. What's what is DK? How deep is it? Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? You gonna ask questions before you jump into whatever it is. You gonna be a little nervous. So that's that, that's how these young guys are. They asking questions like, "Yo, you man, I don't know what I'm. I'm trying. I got the money. I got whoop de whoop. Can you? You know what I'm saying? So that's what I had. I had somebody to give me the rules to you know teach me the game. So since I didn't have that, it was like, damn. <laughs> like, like I gotta do this shit myself. Yeah, what do this, I do? What I gotta, do I gotta I figure this out. I had on my somebody own. telling me this is the single you roll with, don't run with them. Now I had singles, it was like, damn, this is my favorite single, but I usually had somebody say, Hey, you just like this cause this is you like it, but this is not, you know, uh, you know, for, for your fans, it's probably not the best song for your fans. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, damn. It pushed me back for a little moment. I went hiding for a little moment. I had to get my mental together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And I had to reinvent my brand. Mm-hmm. One of the 48 laws of power. I had to reinvent my brand. So reinvent I went yourself. and reinvented myself and my brand. So I'm like, okay, I took an L, I took a hit, but now it's time to wipe everything clean and reinvent everything. When I came back out... I came out like I wanted to. Okay. Like I, I felt like I always wanted to. I didn't rap no more. It was more of the vibes, mm. more me. I didn't care. Some people didn't like, like, ah, oh, come on, Flo, you coming with the... I didn't care. I was being me. I felt free. I don't know what First it is. First letter in, in the acronym of Flota. 
free. Mm-hmm. I felt free. Talk to him. I didn't feel like nobody could tell me anything. I felt like I can do whatever I wanted to do. And I was like, man, I love this. I always liked your music. I was like, they I love were. this. I See, love that, it. That, that's crazy to say that you the because I shot a video with you in um mm-hmm. um Kilo Gotti. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I always was like, yo, this too hot. Yeah, for sure. That, 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 that's crazy. I, I, I've always liked your music. That, that's that's one thing that I could always say, even up to the things that you have recently done, mm-hmm. which we going which that's something we're gonna get into. Mm-hmm. Um, now people used to get upset with me back in the day because I used to always say, "Why would you sign to a label that is local who mm-hmm. has who hasn't done anything?" On on a major uh, on a major scale, you know what I'm saying. Um, do you think that that is important? And how do you feel? How do you feel about artists getting into those type of situations and signing a deal? And it may not necessarily they they think they're signing a deal, and the paperwork is not necessarily. How you how you feel about that? I I, I feel like. If it's if it's beneficial, mm-hmm. then yeah, it, it don't even necessarily have to be uh, about the money. Just if it's beneficial. So so when you say beneficial, if you have if you are a starving artist, don't have nowhere to record, and these people can provide a place for right. you to record, it's beneficial. Be, okay, like why not? Right, like if this person is talking about giving you a studio, you can go to every day. Um, they gonna shoot your music videos. They gonna bro. They, if you feel like you that guy and you can take off, only thing you need is a studio and whoop de whoop and the video. Why not? So pretty much, I was being a jerk. Like I feel like <laughs> I feel like take it because right. because if you can't, like what else you gonna do? Right. Okay. Like you go. You know. You know what I'm saying? It's like why not? You gonna sit there? Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you got to and, and use Especially those like resources. My, yeah, yeah. Use those resources. I guess for me, it was be, I was being a jerk because it's like, I'm not a rapper. I'm this. <laughs> I'm a critic. And back then, like, I'm, I'm going to be straight. Like, I felt like I was a bum. Like, I was a bum back then when I was young. You know what I'm saying? You know how these young guys run yeah. around now. Yep. It's the same way. Bumming, jumping, crib to crib. <laughs> Ain't had nothing to do. Smoking all day. Not doing nothing. So, why not? Somebody's like, yo, we can get you in this studio. We can do this for you. And we can... Why not? It ain't about the money. It's just having somebody that supports you and believes and in believes you. In and they're you. willing to put that time into mm-hmm. you. Time is more valuable than money. Right. Facts. Time, you can't get that back. So somebody that's willing to put time into you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Especially if they got connects mm-hmm. that you don't have. I can get you with this person. Like, even if it's not big people, just get, getting you to meet different people, getting you in certain places where you can move your mouth and shit. Because like I said at that time, I didn't know anybody but people that was out here trapping. Uh, right. <laughs> so I didn't know anybody that did any kind of music, anything productive. I didn't know anybody that did anything productive. I didn't even have family that did anything productive. Yeah. So I had to know somebody to help me brush up shoulders with somebody that did Man, something productive. Famous, uh, that, that makes me think of a famous Styles P line. I ain't going to say famous, but a Styles P line that I like. He always said, what's a dollar to you? 
Is it the root of all evil? Or he said, no, he said, what's a dollar to you? Hey, how did that go? Um, dang, but whatever he said, is it the root of all evil? Like the father screwed you. You know what I mean? Mm. Which is always mm. something that stuck to me mm. because it's like, hey, it's not always about you know, saying the monetary value, but if somebody can can do something for you, my you know, it mm. it, it builds the relationship. It makes yeah. things better. So I used to tell Thanks. people I was cool with, I'm cool with, oh, Flo doing this, let me come on board and help him mm-hmm. because I gain more by helping him achieve his goal because he can say, man, you know what? Will looked out for me. I'm gonna bring let him on along yeah. with me and with what I got, got what I got going on. You know what I mean? So I think that, that I think that that's dope. And and, and and like you said, man, time is more valuable than all of that other stuff. So that's real. Um, now you were artists, you was doing your thing. When you were growing up, who were you listening to and who would you say that inspired you to become an artist and do your do your thing? It's crazy. I'm <laughs> it's crazy because it's it, his lifestyle doesn't even match mine. But um uh-huh. my favorite artist growing up was uh Jeezy. <laughs> Young G okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm a Jeezy fan. And um it was because, um, like I said, his lifestyle don't even match mine. You know what I'm saying? I was in the streets, but I didn't do street shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, you know, like I said, I, I didn't trap at all. I I jumped in and jumped out. I was like, ah, oh, this ain't me. Like, you know what I'm saying? I was like, this ain't me, man. You know, motherfuckers playing too many games, bro. I ain't got time for games and stuff. You know what I'm saying? I ain't like dealing with people. But, um... It was just the impact he had. I wanted that power. Mm-hmm. I seen a power in music when I seen him. I watched this DVD, and I seen people screaming his name. I seen the impact. I seen people wearing the T-shirts. The, Can't ban the snowman. The change and stuff. And everybody was Jeezy this, Jeezy that. I seen him give back to the community. And I was like, I never wanted to be somebody ever in my life. I always wanted to be myself. In that moment, watching that mixtape, I want—I actually wanted to be him. You know what I'm saying? It was like, bro, I want to be this. <laughs> like, want to be like G? Yeah, like what? Like, so he's got so much respect. He got so much power. Like, and he's not doing like what you would say socially. Like, everybody wouldn't say he was doing like the right thing. Like, he was a trapper. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So not everybody, you know, your parents or whatever wouldn't say he was doing, like, the right thing by doing that. But as far as, like, giving back to the community, you know what I'm saying? Um, just keeping it real with certain people. Being himself. Mm. Not lying. Yeah. Telling his story. He wasn't a rapper. He wasn't, like, a lyricist. He was damn near talking on these tracks, and it was rhyming. And it gave you chills because he was just talking about stuff that happened, and it was giving you chills. Like, like this shit, this shit actually happened. He wasn't just rapping about rollies and cars. He was rapping about places he been and stuff. And I was like, bro, I want to do that. For me, uh, for me, I was in college. In the club, mm-hmm. listening. Everybody I knew, a lot of people down there trapping. 
Getting mm-hmm. to the paper. You know what I'm saying? That was it. Windows rolled down, box Chevys on 24s. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jeezy wanging out yeah. the window. Yeah. We got cats yeah. from we got cats from Florida. We got cats from Bowling Green. We got cats from everywhere in the area. And that's all it is. Jeezy, 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 Jeezy. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. That junk, that that junk is crazy, man. Fair. Um you still create music. You still create music today. What would you say the difference in the music that you created before versus the music that you create now? What's the difference that you that, um, that you seen? I think now I've. I think my third eye is open now. Mm. I think I. Oh, you've been playing with them chakras, man. I think I dug into <laughs> who I really am. I've been in a. You know, I've been in a relationship ever since I've been out of high school. I've okay. always got into a relationship. Right when I got out, the same month I'm back in one and shit. It's the first time I'm like single this month. Okay. And even recently, um, when I got out of my last relationship, I had a little time away. Mm-hmm. And that time away helped me kind of get a feel for who I really am. Because I would always ask, like, damn, where you want to eat? Where you want to go? What you want to do? But... That was really the first time I really had to think about what do I want to eat? What do I want to go? And it was confusing to me because I didn't know. It was like, damn, I don't know what I want to do and where I want to eat. What small stuff. Yeah. I'm like, damn. So I say that to say, like, I really got to feel who I was. And I really felt like the stuff I liked, I didn't really like. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, damn, I don't like none of this shit I've been doing. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I'm really like, I found out just recently, like, bro, my favorite artist is Michael Jackson. Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, now, now that's growing crazy. up, yeah. I would always say, like, Jeezy, you know what I'm saying? Which he made me, you know what I'm saying, want to do music, but. Favorite artist, Michael Jackson. I ask these young, ask these youngins, like, ah man, who their favorite artist is. It's gonna be yep. NBA Young Boy or somebody that's. I guarantee it's gonna be somebody their parents been playing. Yeah, their whole life growing up. They not gonna say it though, possibly till they get older. You know what I'm saying? Because it's not socially acceptable at their age. They gonna be like, oh, he's lame. He's Michael Jack. Ah, oh, he's lame. But now, like I said, I'm. I don't care. I'm. I'm digging into who I really am. I'm like, bro. I can any damn near any Michael Jackson song you play. I can sing it word for word. I'ma hit them moves. I'm a, you know what I'm saying? Flow at them. My vibe. Flow at him moonwalking, y'all. Yeah, he puts me in that vibe. And yeah. if you listen to my music, I actually took something. I actually took the look. The, mm-hmm. I took that from him. Okay. The eh, that's from him. <laughs> mm. So you know how I'm saying. Okay. Some people would know that. Yeah, that makes but it's sense. Just, it's the energy that he put in. He put a lot of in. Like you couldn't tell him nothing. The facial expression, the everything you can see, he was zoned out. He was not where he was. He was in a whole different dimension when he was making music or performing. And I wanted that, like to be that. So zoned out. I wanted that. That's dope. 
as though now you're gonna make me go back and listen and see you yeah. and see your and listen to your ad libs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna hear you my, listen to my newer music. It's gonna be all in there. So everybody who listened to this, make sure y'all go listen yeah. to his ad libs, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Um you were recently a part of Bread Boy Entertainment's Mo- The Motive 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, tell us how you linked up with them and became a part of that uh, project. Um, So, I would always talk to um, Tex and um, every now and then and, and every now and then and send him, you know, some of my tracks. And uh, he'd always be like, hey, bro, this is hard or this is all right. Hey, this <laughs> is hard. You know, and I felt like he would keep it real with me, you know, and I liked that because Tex was all into music. Like, if something was hard, he going to pop lock to it. He going to dance. He going to get into it. The ear. And I like people that get all the way. Like, that made me feel good because he not going to pop lock and do all that if it's trash. He not going. You're right. Yeah. You you know what I'm saying? So I I know if he he get into it, he, he rock with it. So... He went wrong to me, son. Like if if he really liked it, other people really liked it. So I'm like, okay. So um, we built the relationship over the years of just me sending the music. I would always reach out to him, and then finally he was just like, "Yo, we got this album coming out. Would you like to be a part of it?" And I'm like, "Hell yeah!" Now other people they was hit me up, and you know once they found that they be like, "Man, why are you, you know." Kind of like the question before, why are you rocking with a local, um, mm-hmm. you know, group that ain't big or making big moves or whatever? But like I said, I was getting into me. I felt like, like I said, that first letter, free. Free. I don't have to do what y'all feel like is socially acceptable or mm-hmm. right or wrong. I'm going with whatever feels right. I wasn't making music for the money no more. I was making it because it was fun. If the money comes, it comes. If it don't, it don't. Man. Do it, and you do. And I and that's what with life in general. I feel like if you do whatever you do, um, you know, and you you do it just because you like doing it. The money will come. It will. It'll find your way to you. Man, you know what? I don't even be having the so sounds. I, I don't be having the sounds <laughs> or nothing. But man, listen. Come on, man. That's that's been my thing, man. That's that has always been my thing. You know, I would rather build a relationship than to get some money off of you. It sounds Real crazy quick. when you, know? you say that, but I'm I'm really not like I used to have. This may sound crazy, but I used to have a goal of being a millionaire. Um, my goal now is just to do whatever it is I want to do. Mm-hmm. That's that's my goal. I just want to, if I say yo, like it don't have. I can I can just be a thousandaire. I don't have to be a millionaire, but just enough to where I can take care of my family. Live I can take care of my family. I can say if I want to take a trip, I can take a trip yeah. and go just shoot animals in the wild. <laughs> you know, when I get older, whatever yeah. it may be when I'm older. Right, right. You know what I'm saying my Savannah sandals and shit when I'm older. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, <laughs> whatever it is when I'm older. I just want to do whatever it is I want to do. Right. I want to move comfortably. I don't have to have a Maserati, a Rolls Royce, and all that. It's not. I just want to move how I want to move, mm-hmm. and I like to travel yeah. over everything. I love to travel. Traveling is so peaceful to me. So traveling, that's that's it. 
that's successful. Like in my, that's how I define that. Like that's successful to me. Being able to travel and help people out and whatever. You know what I'm saying? That's that's me. That's when I feel like I've made it. That I can dope. just get up and hey, I'm hey, I like that. I'm about to go to Africa. I like I'm about that. to record some of these lions. Yeah. With this, you know, say this big ass lens I got or whatever, because I probably will start doing stuff like that when I'm 50, 60. You know right. what I'm saying? I'm on the You're ground. You're like, I got time to keep this grass with these lions and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> That's like a mile away. Yeah. I'm yeah, you got the telephoto, you all the way back Man, in your safe. You feel me? So you good. That's probably going to be peaceful to me. That's mm-hmm. going to be. My piece, you know what I'm saying, doing stuff like that. You know that's what I'm saying? That's dope. That's dope, man. And I'm I ain't know I, I ain't know I was like that, but I'm glad that's, you I'm glad you think like that. So so real quick, I'm gonna give you this quick story then. Mm-hmm. I I never forget when I heard 50 Cent say I recorded my project mm-hmm. and Shot Money XL or whoever it was who was ever, I think, I don't know if it was Shot Money or whoever was the engineer. Okay. They wanted 50 grand to record 50. 50 was like, are you sure you want he, Man, he wanted his money up front. He wanted his bread. 50 wanted him to take the points. He wanted his 50. 50 said he told his people, hurry up and pay him his money. When he dropped, he went. X amount of times platinum. Mm. You got 50 bands and you didn't take the points on a person who meant, who sold millions of records. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Think about that. So that's why it goes to say, like, it's not all build a relationship Work with an individual, the money will come on the back end. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? That's how that yeah. that's how I look at that. Um, but that's a whole nother, that's a whole nother topic. Now, back to the motive two and working with Bread Boy. Mm-hmm. I'm not for sure if you had worked with them in the past or not, um, or w- when it came to the music. Mm-hmm. But what was it like being in a studio session with Tex? I know you said he bopping his head. Tex always yeah, go crazy. Was, uh, you know what I mean? I ain't gonna lie. It was probably um, it was the most energetic sessions ever, probably okay. that I had been in. Cause his, I'm a firm believer of um, energy. People don't really pay attention to energy like that. Mm, energy never dies. I do. I do. Energy travels. Mm-hmm. It, it, it it cannot dissipate. It, yeah. it, it travels. Mm-hmm. You know, and he, every time he gave that energy, and I noticed the moment he started giving that energy, he passed it along. Somebody can just be sitting there in their phone. He'll start giving that energy in the studio session. They'll put the phone up. They'll stand up. Now they in the zone. Now it's traveling somebody else, somebody else. It'll travel its way to me. And I, I'm more of a, I'm, a, I'm standoffish. I'm, I don't say too much. I'm off in the corner. I might say a few words. I'm cool, but I'm just, I don't say too much. Mm-hmm. But he, he got me over here bobbing. And I don't really, I don't kick it with them like that, but yeah. I'm over here bobbing <laughs> with them. Like, ah, oh, come on, man. I don't do this. But I'm like, damn, okay. It's It, it was just a good session. It was energetic. All right. Now. Everybody want to know who had the hottest verse on the Avengers track. Um, 
Man, you. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all already know what it I, is. I, I I I feel like I spanked him, man. Spanked him. I feel like I spanked him, man. Hey, man, you Flo know. said he clapped y'all, man. What's up? I feel like I spanked him, man. He clapped it's y'all. It's it's actually um, it was actually getting uh, I think he got uh the video. I think he got uh, I want to say like. 200k views mm. on the uh, uh on a book okay and um in the comments everybody was saying uh it was it was damn near like man the first guy man the second guy man the first guy the second guy you know and locally everybody was saying Kim everybody said Kim locally like everybody was like man Kim did but nationally yeah, yeah. Everybody was like, "Man, that first guy, man, that second guy killed them." Man, that yeah. first guy, he, I like his flow. Man, that second guy, I don't know, he stopped. So I'm like, "Man, of course I'ma just be," you know what I'm saying? I'm like, "Man, nah, I did my thing, man. Y'all gonna have to see me on another one." <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Man, that's what it is. Hey, we're gonna take another commercial break. Y'all make sure that y'all tune in with my people over there at Buzzsprout. If you're looking to create a podcast and get your projects or anything out there, hey, tap in the Buzzsprout. And if you tap in the Buzzsprout, make sure that you use that code and put me down there because I get something, you get something, and then we can work together. And then we back in a few seconds. Are you a creative, personality, or sports analyst who wants to record your own podcast for the world to hear? Well, let me tell you about my people over at Buzzsprout. What they do, man, it's amazing, and I hate for you all to miss out. You'll get a great-looking podcast website with audio players that you can drop into other websites, detailed analytics to let you guys know how you were doing. Are these people listening? Where people are listening at? So on and so forth. Um, and they will also drop you off a few tools to help promote your episodes. Buzzsprout gets your show listed in every major podcast platform, such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and more. I mean, through my eyes with one eye, Willie, we're on all of those, man. Y'all can go check us out at any one of those sites. So check it. If you sign up for a paid plan, you'll get a $20 Amazon gift card, which helps our show. So come on and join the 100,000 podcasters that are already using Buzzsprout to send their message out to the world. What is you waiting for? This season is sponsored by none other than Fade King's Barbershop. You know, go down there with your hair all messed up, your line jacked up. My mans, they gonna get you together. Shout out to the homie MJ, shout out to the homie Dame, and everybody else who works down there. So make sure y'all go check my people out at Fade King's Barbershop, located at 1111 North Dixie Highway in Elizabethtown, Kentucky. Man, get that line straightened out. We are back. Make sure if you want to create a podcast, if you're interested in podcasting, check out my people over there at Buzzsprout. Make sure that they get you together. And don't forget to mention me because I get something and you get something too. Now, back to the conversation. Episode 14 with the homie flow to FYM. And that is either flex your mind or fuck you mean. <laughs> but anyways, hey, um, during the pandemic... Everyone was pretty much forced to put their life on a brief pause. For me, I began podcasting and creating more content. At that time, I noticed that, you know, 
we we've been talking about it. You you decided to pick up the camera and take production mm-hmm. more serious. What made you want to go in that direction? Um, it felt like it was a dire time. Like I was still in uh, I was at a factory, mm-hmm. you know, during the pandemic, and um, everything shut down for a little minute. That gave me time to myself that I needed. Everything okay. was fucking up in the world and things wasn't running right. And I worked good under pressure. Mm-hmm. I don't love the struggle, but I, I do good in the struggle. <laughs> like, I don't know. <laughs> like, every time it comes, I smile. Like, I hate it, but I smile because I know when I come out, it's 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 gonna be it's gonna be crazy. Like the things I do, I'm a, I'm gonna amaze myself. And uh, during that time, things that didn't get crazy just for my situation. It was getting crazy for everybody. So yeah. I feel like I don't know why, but I just felt like I had something to prove in that time. Like, what you gonna do during this pandemic? Like, you see how everything's moving, how everything's going. What what are you gonna do? So I was like, you know what? I gotta step it up And at first Initially I was like I'm gonna step it up In my music mm-hmm. But uh, it's, It just wasn't Feeling right to me the Music just wasn't I was like I'm getting older mm-hmm. The music is just not like Not right now I don't have the resources I need to take off The way I want to Cause I don't wanna I don't wanna Just play around with music All this Baby steps I'm not with it So I was like let me go and get that camera like I always been wanting. Let me see. You know what I'm saying? Let me just let me let me let me see. Instead of having somebody else shoot my, let me just learn this camera right now. When I get back, I can, you know, do the settings myself. Mm-hmm. Give it to somebody else, shoot my videos, and edit it myself. Okay. That's what I initially got it for. Okay. So boom, I got it. I was hyped. <clears throat> I'm like, all right, cool. Um. Down the line, I say maybe like a month, two, three later, um, I had a, uh, I was back at my job. You know, we had we had to go back, <laughs> but my job was like, quarantine was over, man. Yeah, my job was <laughs> like, yo, um, we're letting people go for a few days. Mm-hmm. It was my time, so I I had, uh, I had a week, so I sat at home for a week. Oh man, it's the best week because it it gave me that time to myself with that camera. Right, I learned some shit, and I actually shot videos and made money that week. I was like, damn, I made. That was the first time people was actually paying me for some shit legally, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> off my talents. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It wasn't yeah. shit that, like, bro. It was off my talents, like quick money. You know what I'm saying? I, it was just two fifty at, at first, but I shot a video like a day. You know what I'm saying during that week. You know what I'm saying in the uh, besides the weekend. So like the, the five days, I shot like a video a day. So I was like, damn, I'm straight. Yeah, I was like, I'm, I made some decent money compared to my factory. You know what I'm saying? At my factory, I was only making like man a little bit over a band every two weeks. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like. I was like, man, I might, you know, uh, wifey was like, you know, um, I think you should quit that job. 
So I'm like, oh, that's edgy. I'm and at this time I'm paying all the bills. I'm paying all the bills. <laughs> so I'm like, yo, manly man. If you, I told, her, I said, listen, if you, if you run out of money, you can fall back on me. As a man, if I run out of money, we are considered broke. That's when we are considered broke. Is when I run out of money. Right. Since I'm paying all the bills. You can run out of money and be like, hey, man, I need, I need 50. I need 100. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I hear you. I can't do that because I'm not about to ask my peoples or nobody to buy. You know what I'm saying? I hate that. I hate it. So I'm like, I don't know. She's like, I believe in you got it. <sighs> Listen, all right, woman, you show. Like, you show. <laughs> like, if I go broke, you, you going to hold me there. You show. I ain't going to leave you. I got you. I'm like, I ain't. Crazy part about it, my my boss hit me. You know what I'm saying? The last day, I was supposed to come back. He said, um, good luck with what you do. Because I was telling him a little about what I was What doing. you had going on. Okay. He said, good luck in your career. Um, I'm not saying you fired or anything like that, but I'm just telling you good luck with what you're doing in your career. And uh, you gonna be big. He's so, watching your Facebook, man. Yeah, he was on my Facebook, I, and I would yeah, talk to him. Yeah. So he knew everything. He would always say, "Man, you great. You're not supposed to be here." So that time he told me, "Good luck. You know, you're gonna be great." I took that as, "Hey, you know what I'm saying." Then he sent me another text message, like, "And if you ever feel like you failed or you're gonna fail, I'll let you know. I'll let the head manager know that you know." Whoop de whoop happened, so you can come back. I put in a good word because you built so you built your rapport with the company. So and it wasn't I didn't on have bad to put terms. in a two week notice. He yeah. told me like now I can just go. Yeah. So I was like, what? So I left, and I'm like, all right, look, shorty, like I'm I'm done with the job. I just left. Uh huh. So I'm like, all right. So she's like, all right. So let's get this like work, and it. <laughs> it was the best move I ever made. Man, that's dope. Best move. That's dope. I was in. I was put in a similar situation during the pandemic. Um, I worked in marketing, and we had been off mm-hmm. the whole time, sitting at home like everybody else. Yep. But I was getting a paycheck every two weeks. Mm-hmm. I we weren't going in, just check in. Mm-hmm. No COVID. Family <laughs> don't got COVID. <laughs> When I was getting paid for going to work eight hours a day, I was getting paid for waking up and being at the crib. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, hey, I got free time. I got all of this time. I can spend time with the family. I can go up. So I started creating. Boom. Come back to work. We back at the work. We working. They say, hey, next fiscal year, we going to lose X amount of millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. So we got to start. They said they would. They was going to start, uh, you know, getting rid of positions and jobs and so on and so forth. Came in to our marketing department. They was like, hey. They left. They, <laughs> I was like, oh, man. 
You know what I mean? So I'm like, man, what am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? I'm trying to figure it out. So at the time, I started getting things. And mm-hmm. I, it's like, hey, hey, I'm doing my freelance thing. Mm-hmm. So I was doing some freelancing, so I'm trying to figure it out on my own. So, But, hey, they ended up coming in towards the end. It was like, do me the life raft. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, okay, cool. So I, I, I definitely appreciate that. But everybody definitely went through something during the pandemic. You know what I'm saying? And, the, and you, for me, I look at it like this. You a real hustler. You know why? Because it didn't slow you down, it motivated you, yeah. and you took that opportunity to go get some more bread mm-hmm. and go get some more paper and figure out a new way to feed your family. So yeah. at the end of the day, we gotta give you your flowers for doing that. Plus, you out here dope. You know what I'm saying? You out here super dope Man. with everything that you're doing. So, you know what I mean? Um. So now you you you're doing the videos. And, you, you know, and all of that. For me, I picked up the camera back in high school on some, on for some other purposes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I ended up growing the love for the craft. Yeah. What compels you to become a director? Um, you know what's crazy? I don't. And I'ma say this. I'ma say this on here. I don't. I don't even want to do music videos. Mm. I don't. I feel you. I want to do commercials. Me either. I want to do commercials. Me. You know, you know what I want to do? It's, it may sound corny. It may sound corny. <laughs> but I watched. Uh, what's his name? Daniel Skiffner. Uh-huh. Daniel Skiffer. Skiffer. Something like that. He done a lot. A lot of uh, like uh, food commercials and stuff like that, and it was fly. Like I see the bell pepper roll across the table, flip it, go <laughs> up there. I'm like, bro, it's hard. And then he had a little hip hop music in the background, and it just seemed so subtle. Like, and I'm like, bro, he's doing all that at home, getting paid thousands. Doing all that at his crib, like, dude, got a house called on or some coffee or whatever, just uh-huh. all that at home. I'm like, that's me. I don't see nobody else around him. If he don't want to be bothered with nobody, he don't got to in his home. I said, oh, man, that's the life. And I'm like, that's what really motivated me. Like, I'm doing this music video stuff because it's like, this was pushing me. Don't get me wrong, like, I do like music still. Mm -hmm. So it still gives me that boost of energy I need because I still love music and I love good artists. But I just don't like some of the attitude sometimes. Like, and I'm not even saying like, like, uh, like, uh, like the bad attitude, just, just attitude in general Mm -hmm. sometimes. I I just don't like, I don't (laughs) like it. So this, and not saying like with the videos, I'm just saying with, they just, Personality, period. Yeah, 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 yeah. man. I, just, I feel you. I don't, you know, a lot of them are younger and they just go through those. Yeah. Uh, so for me, what I didn't like about it was we're here providing a service for you. We're at the video shoot. You got 10 bands. Uh, cash on camera. I already know where you go with this. 
You feel me? You, you man, woo woo, you the man in your lyrics, all of that. All right. When we started out, because I went to college, when when I went to college, we were taught you get paid, you get paid in you get paid in installments. Mm-hmm. So we have a conversation. That's an installment. We do the production. That's an installment. We finish the project. That's an installment. The way we did it, you pay fifty percent. You you pay half up front when we have the consultation. You lock your video down. You pay the other fifty percent when the video is completed. Well, we would get the first fifty percent when the video was completed. Mm-hmm. They just wanted the video and not want to pay, you know, the the remainder of the balance. And it's like, okay, cool, can't do that no more. So now, this is the pr- this is the price for the video. I learned that too, yo. Now mm-hmm. it's. Okay, this is this is what this is what the price is. You got all these bands in the video, but you don't want to pay. You don't want to pay me. Issue with paying, like what? Yeah, like okay. So so for me, I looked at that as okay. You got to return that. That's not yours. Mm-hmm. So really, what you saying in your you capping? But and, and and being a videographer, you see a lot of stuff that you know. The people don't see, you know what I'm saying? In which we would never put it out there. Yeah, right. We would never put it out there being mm-hmm. businessmen. But um, you know, that's why I always, you know, as a as an artist, I tried to be me as much as I possibly could. You know what I'm saying? Because just being you to the fullest, it it go it goes a long way. Yep. There ain't too many solid people in the game. It's just them, and then it's not putting on a facade or anything like that. It's cool. It looks cool, but they're gonna find out sooner or later who you really talk. are, and it's gonna hurt you. It's gonna <laughs> it's hurt, gonna hurt you. you because you're gonna let a lot of people down who really been believing in you for all of these years, and come to find out you really ain't that. They damn near gonna hate you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's gonna like damn. I've been looking up to you and I've been whatever, you know, whoop, he whoop, lying for all the whole these time. years. And this whole time you've been this, like they damn near gonna hate you. Like you don't wanna, you don't wanna do that to people. You don't, that's that's not what you wanna do. It may seem good, you know, to fake it till you make it and all that or whatever you wanna call it, but you don't piss some people off, bro. You don't you don't play with people's emotions like that. No, not at all. You gotta let that go. Yeah. Being a videographer, being into the whole video production thing, who would you consider some of your mentors um, in this business? Um, I recently talked to Roman Lane. Okay. You know, he's from uh, Louisville. He uh-huh. gave me a lot of game. He basically uh, he actually gave me the biggest gem I ever got probably in business, period. Uh, he told me, um, he told me a confused mind always says no. Mm. And my and he said that because that's a Facebook quote. And he said that because <laughs> he said that because my page, the way my page is set up, it looks like I do weddings, commercials, music videos, promo videos, um, vlog. It looked like I do a little bit of everything, mm-hmm. but it doesn't look like I specialize in anything. So if you wanted to come get a music video, 
yeah, I do music videos, but I do these other things. If you want to get, you know, uh, a commercial, yeah, I see a couple commercials, but he got mostly music videos. Like when somebody wants to, when somebody needs a plumber, they don't want a plumber that is an electrician and a mm-hmm. carpenter. No, they want somebody who specializes in, in plumbing. plumbing. Yeah, they want somebody okay. who specializes in it. That's a good gym. So having my page set up with all these things going on, they're not worried about all the other things. They're looking for specifically that. So that let me know, like, I could possibly confuse some people. Even though I'm getting good business, I could probably get better business if I set it up better. Because mm-hmm. I'm probably confusing some people. Like, I don't know what he... Maybe let me let me find somebody else that specializes in this. And I'm like, ah... Shout out to Roman Lanes for giving you them gems. Yeah, man, that's and, that, and that made me look at my page and you know how I'm running my things a lot differently because I just wanted to take. Oh, I wanted to be that all around. You can be that, but to the to the to whoever you dishing that to, whatever they're asking for, whatever you showing them, you got to show. Don't you don't gotta if they looking for a wedding, don't you ain't gotta show them the music video stuff and all of that. That's show not what they the looking for. Yeah. Yeah, the music video stuff look cool, but don't show them that. They don't need to see none of that. Yeah. Nothing. They only need to see wedding stuff. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, ah. Stuff that pertains to So I need to make to a them. page for that. I mm-hmm. need to make a page for promo videos. I need to make a page for, you know, what everything I'm doing is different. So I was like, that was heavy. That was like the biggest gym. Now, you were artist transitioning into a video director, film director. Mm-hmm. What are some hurdles that you personally faced when you made that transition? <laughs> People asking me for a first shooting. <laughs> so I'm shooting the video and trying to holler at me. <laughs> you know what's crazy? A lot of people, I I feel like, I'm not going to say that like on no, on no cocky, um, you know, nothing cocky and not, you know, anything like that, but I kind of feel like some people book me to get into where they can get a verse or whatever, you know what I'm saying, type situation. Because sometimes it, it was nothing about, uh, you know what I'm saying, just getting a verse or something like that, which which is cool. Like, that's that's cool, you know what I'm saying? But um, that's is like... That was actually starting off. That was actually one of the biggest hurdles, like trying to get people to understand that, hey, I'm a videographer now. Like, I'm not doing the music thing. So it's like, hey, when we get there, hey, yo, um, we we need to get in the studio. It's like, hey, bro, we got to, we got to, we still got this video. To yeah, we got to get right it. now. I'm not floating a rapper right yeah. now, bro. I'm floating a videographer right. right now. So you need to tell me what kind of shots you trying to get right, right. now. That's the reason why I wanted you know to make sure. So, I wanted to make sure yeah. I talked about both the artist side and the yeah, videographer so side because was, I know that that's your lane right that now. That was hard. That was hard. Because I couldn't, we could never get the video done because people want to talk music and, you know, Soak up game and how did you do this and how what shouldn't I do? You know, where did you mess up at and where'd you do good at? You know, people had those questions, but mm-hmm. and it was like wasting time from the <laughs> what we had from shooting the video. So it's like, ah oh, man, bro. But now for me, I'ma say, I'm gonna go ahead and say this. The answer for me would be DJing. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Other than music video, other than music and video production, mm-hmm. what's another profession that you would like to attempt? Um, now, uh, I don't think there's anything else. Now, I think, um, I think, like I said before, I felt like a man should have that one thing and whatever, whatever you was real good at, talented Mm -hmm. at. Um, I felt like, you know, that's what you was meant to do. And I'm now slowly but surely learning that you can be a man of many talents. Mm-hmm. You don't have, just because you're good at making music, you don't have to be a musician the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. And actually, I'm seeing now that the people that we looked up to um, in music, now that they're getting older and they're doing other things, I'm now seeing that also. That's where they're really getting their so, money from, yeah, from now, other things. I'm just now seeing that. Yeah. When I was younger, I didn't see, I only seen them do music. Now that they're older and they're doing other things, I'm seeing, oh, you don't have to just do music. Like music was the poster child for mm-hmm. that individual. But what so, they did on the other end mm-hmm. that we don't know about is where they really got they the money They actually at. investing in uh, crypto now mm-hmm. and, you know... Um, and even yeah. back then, in, well, back then before it was crypto, it was real estate. Yeah, like they, they Jay, real estate. Like yeah. Jay, Jay-Z money is more... He get the music money, but real estate. You know real what I'm estate. saying? Like he talks about when he spits in that verse, when, he talks, when he's talking about... The whole Brooklyn Nets and everything, like his seat is his seat in the Brooklyn Nets because that's his property. He's a part of the property portion of it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So he can still take his he can still take his stuff away from the from the team, but when it comes to the real estate, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? That's what it is. No different than McDonald's. Mc, the people who really make the money off McDonald's own the Property that the building sits on. You know what I mean? Mm. So it's crazy. You gotta look at that McDonald's thing with the dude who was all a part. You look at that on Netflix yeah, and then yeah, you'll yeah. get a you you will understand what I'm talking about. Yeah, that's heavy. You know, so that's you know, and, and that's why I said like that's that's where that's why I'm at now with it. I'm just letting as I'm growing, I'm blossoming. I'm I'm learning in new things, and I'm, you know, what I'm saying I have an interest for new things. Like you couldn't tell me that I was going to be interested in videography the way I am <laughs> now. A few years ago, it was all music. Yeah. So now it's like, nah, I'm all videography. So that let me know that hey, you know, my mind can develop in the you know in a few years. I'm not I'm not so strong on standing on stuff anymore and me it was videography and now it's more uh creative content creation okay okay. or pocket like this is my pocket podcasting doing this what i do that's that that's my thing like i don't make no money off of this you ain't mm-hmm. give me you ain't give me a dollar to come on here mm-hmm. but i'd rather i enjoy Saying, let me, I know this about flow. 
let me create these questions or this mm-hmm. conversation that we can have. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. you ain't sent me no biography. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Facts. I just know Facts. from the from the history of what you did. So this is what I like to do. I don't make no bread off of this. You know what I'm saying? I just mm-hmm. like to do it, create the content. This is my contribution to the culture. The culture. You know what I'm saying? Simple as that. But on another note, as a director or a media person myself, um, I know within the industry, I know that within the industry, things are forever changing. Um, There's either a piece of new equipment that's coming out, a new editing technique that we came across. You know what I'm saying? For for Florida. What is something that you would say, you know what, I'm not very good at that you want to improve on? Um, right now, it's not It's not even anything that's dealing with uh, videography. It's uh, my photography, actually. Okay. Because I still do photography also. Mm-hmm. And the crazy part about it, I wing it. And it comes out, cause I don't know how... I wing it and it'll come out good, but I don't want to wing it. I want to know exactly what I'm doing. I like I know what I'm doing, but it's like I'm like let me try this. Let me try. I don't want to try. I want to just do it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like in videography, I feel like I binge watch videos day in day out. I feel like I know exactly what I'm doing. Okay. Um, there is what you know. What I take that back. There is something. Um, there's a, there's a, uh, a 3D animator effect, uh, effect pack. Okay. Um, it's it's a few hundred dollars Mm -hmm. that you can add on Final Cut Pro and, you know, your editing software that they just got. And, uh, it takes your editing to a whole different level. Your titles, your, your, I'm talking about everything. Items, just 3D. You can make it look like a spaceship just came down on the screen. It'll look so real. It's like, dope. So real. So, um, I haven't bought that yet. Okay. I got the money too, but I'm, I ain't gonna lie, I'm kind of intimidated by it. Because it's too much, it's too much to learn. That picture I'm showing you right now is a part of an animated film project that I worked on with Netflix. Ooh. That's hard. You know what I'm saying? That's hard. <laughs> it's good. So when you said that, I had to I had to show you that. You know what I'm That's saying? So hard. so at the end of the day, keep keep going. Cause you want you 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 want that right I'm a, path. I'm, a, I'm intimidated by it because it's just Nah. That pack, but then there's other packs with it that but don't it's be. a whole nother way of editing. Don't be. Because I'm going to tell you something. Like for me, shit. for me, I work in the, I have the opportunity sometimes to work in the, what people would say is the industry. So Netflix, I work, I, I've had the opportunity to work for TLC, History Channel, you know, those type of platforms. Mm. But you don't see people who look like you and I. 
So, like, when I seen my boy Daryl from Hype Vision, Rodney Cox from Hype Vision, and these are dudes who are local, creating and putting stuff out, it inspired, on, it inspires on, me because it said, you know what? Yeah. When I go out here and I work professionally for these individuals, guess what? We production assistants. We're not directors. We're not camera operators. We're not, mm. we're not um, director of photography. We work in, we work as production assistants. Mm. Go get the food. Mm. Drive him to the hotel. And you like, what? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Whole nother topic. Yeah. But I had a I had I had a somebody tell me, yeah, my husband told me he wished more black people would work in. We do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why Tyler Perry. Damn. I'm seeing Tyler Perry and what he did. Oh, that's that why, you know, that's why, you know, you saying, hey, hey, this money to get this can allow me to do this. Man, keep down that path. Keep yeah, down that, that path. We're going to have a whole other conversation about that. You know what I'm saying? But it, it's real. You know what I'm saying? That's why during the pandemic, Tyler Perry opened up his own studio. It's bigger than all of the studios in Hollywood compared together. Oh, this is a brother, somebody who I can identify with, who has done this. You know what I'm saying? Like, you don't, you may not know, but you inspiring a whole nother generation, including myself. And I'm older than you, but I can look That's at the me. stuff that you do. I just seen you drop the Verne video. I'm get up in the morning. Yeah. You know everybody, first yeah, thing you yeah, get up in the yeah. morning, what you doing? You on Facebook. Mm-hmm. Boom, dropping that. Okay, let me check this out. Oh, this a movie. This a movie. I loved, and and just, I loved shooting that video. Because it's something that you enjoy. That is an artist that um, I kind of looked up to in the area. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? He's one of the first artists doing this thing. So it may not be big to, you know, whoever else, but that was big to me being able to shoot one of his videos because he didn't have a video on YouTube or anything. As long as he's been making music, he ain't have a video. Man, listen, don't even talk about that. Remember and I got together, went to Lexington, Shot a portion, shot a portion down here. Uh-huh. Renee got his little. He he got not. Nah, hold on, I'm because I'm out of pocket for saying little. Mm-hmm. But Renee has his moving business, this mm-hmm. this booming, mm-hmm. and he was doing that. Mm-hmm. So we, you know, we we never were able to necessarily get finish. together and finish. Ah, uh, okay. The okay. video. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So on and so forth. But I'm so glad that he was able to get with a person like you mm-hmm. because now you can give him that. I've always felt like. I was like, what? I, like, I, was, I was looking like, what? Like, I, and and you know I know thought I mean? about it. Like, why, ain't you, why hasn't he ever done a music video? Like, as long as he's been making music. Like, yep. So to do that. You know, I'm like, okay, cool. And then he kept rocking with me. He came right back around the corner. Came right back around the corner. 
He's building with me. And you mm-hmm. can see from the first video we done to now, like you see the quality and everything growing. When I actually, I'm actually um one of my homies, I was like, I'm about to get this equipment. He was like, nah, bro. He was like, just see what kind of help you can get. Cause this equipment costs. Mm-hmm. I made a GoFundMe for the equipment. And um Vernay was actually one of the first people to um throw me some money and uh Solid brother. Me. And it was it was more than anybody. It was it's a little bit over a hundred, but mm-hmm. you know everybody which I appreciate, I appreciate everything that everybody shot me. You, but everybody shot me like 10, 20, whatever, and then they would see me and give me money. And I'm like, damn, people trust me with their money. I'm yeah. like, damn, this was heavy. And then Vernay threw me a little bit over a hundred. I'm like, what? Like you just gonna get this to me? Like, bro. I, I was at his job. So, at the moving... Yep, with the moving You company. know, he get paid daily. Mm-hmm. I don't know what he got paid by that day, but he basically gave me maybe half or whatever, a third, whatever, what he made that day. So, I'm like, dang, you just worked all that just to give me that? I'm like, oh, nah. Like, there's something to this. Or nothing. It, nothing. Like... Man... I, I when when Solid I linked, individual, bro. He, he is. When I linked up with I linked up with Vernay one day. Fuck me up. He came and met me and we sat down, man, and he was like He said something to me. He was like, Damn man, why why everybody he said, Man, why why don't nobody people always throwing, you know, like they don't like you. He said, Man, you 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 really a cool I like man, Vernon. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because he came, he sat down, he built with me. So he was able because a lot of people will go off of what somebody else is telling. You me. know what? And at one point in time, I did also. I didn't have no personal. I never had no personal issue with you, but I was always told, man. It, you know, ill will funny act. You know what I'm saying? They, I, it's, it's always, always just like, it's all right, always, yeah. so be cool. So I'm like, okay, I just got the the whole notion of, okay, be be kosher with them, but don't get too close. Right. Funny act. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> it's, it's it's always. they like, man, funny act. Nah, he woo-woo, like, and it's like. So I'm like, all right. But see, the thing for me was, tell the whole story. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, all right, all you right. gotta tell the whole story. You know what I mean? But I, but I get it now. I I get it now because coming up, I wasn't as popular as you were mm-hmm. coming up. So you hear all of that, and usually, you know what I'm saying. I was one of those people who talked about other people that made moves. When I was younger, uh, okay, <laughs> right, right. Now that I'm one of the people that make Making moves, moves, you see, I see like okay, like there's gonna be a lot of rumors. There's gonna be a lot of like it's so many rumors and stuff about me, and like over half of them ain't true because I don't do much out here, man. man now listen, I done heard so many listen. wild stories and stuff that's flipping. Man, it's like what? people will get. I don't even on, defend myself anymore. People will get on <laughs> social media and throw you under the bus, but only tell their portion. I don't even defend myself. You know what I'm saying? Anymore. Exactly, and that's why I say I don't even defend myself. Anymore. And it don't make sense because it's what, what's the saying? Two fools arguing from a distance. Well, however it go, we you, you know yeah, nobody yeah. knows if if I'm arguing with somebody from a distance and you see you like man, look at these dudes, man, these dudes out here bugging. 
Yeah. You don't even know what the situation. So why am I gonna keep going back and forth with you? But that has always been the stamp when it came to me. Oh, and you ill know will what? this, ill will that. But the thing about it is, now this is why I say, and I say ill will. The, and I say ill will to hit me multiple times. It mm-hmm. said flow. Mm-hmm. Here, can are you available? Yeah. It will hit me and say, hey, I need you to do this promotional video. What this cost for me? Mm-hmm. Did I ask for a discount? Mm-hmm. I don't do... You, Fact. You, Fact. So, Fact. talk about that portion mm-hmm. of it. Don't talk about the portion of what you did. And that's what and I'm how saying. The, you, I, you know I, I what I'm saying? I see how it goes now. I see how it goes now. <laughs> being, it's crazy. Being a person that's you know popular that a lot of people know... They want to flip stories. There's there's people that said they was kicking it with me and never kicked it with me. Don't even know me. No. So I know how it goes. Yeah. I'm like, wow. Like, people actually do that? And then you I'm have like, those individuals who have never even met you that you don't even... Like, if you walk past them in Walmart, you wouldn't even know who they were, who they are, and they got a problem with you based off of... What say she say? Somebody else is saying you ain't even met me, bro. You don't even know me. Only thing you know, and then when you I always tell people. It's crazy. Ask them why they don't rock with me. That's crazy. Ask them. Ask them. And see what they tell you. Nine times out of ten, they can't even give you a legitimate reason on why they don't rock with you. Did he take your money? Facts. That's why I said mostly. Did that's he do what, that's something what I heard to you when it came to you? It was like, oh, he's funny acting. Like, what he do, man? He's funny acting, man. So it's like, all right. What's funny acting? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? What's like, funny I mean, acting? I mean, like you just said, nobody really, you know, went the detail and stuff like that. Um, but like I said, now that I'm in this, you know, position to where you know uh, more people know about me and things like that. I'm seeing these same things happening where, you know, people saying this and that about me and all these rumors. And it's like, man, this is crazy. I'm not even that person y'all trying to portray me out. They ain't going to tell you that they told somebody, hey, man, don't rock with him, man. They trying to stop you. They they trying to stop you from feeding your family. They ain't going to tell you that portion. But that's a whole other thing. We're not even here for that because you know what? Like I told you just like I said earlier, man, listen. I got a regular job. Exactly. Yeah, I'm cool. Facts. Y'all can't, you know, and at the end of the day, this ain't about money. It's my contribution to the culture. This is what I love to do. You know what I'm saying? Anyways, let's fast forward, man. Yeah, we're gonna I get like back that. to the we go let's yeah, get back yeah, to facts, the music. Facts. Let's get back to the uh the video production portion. So you got pre-production, you got the actual production. Um, okay, hold on. Let's rewind. Pre-production, creating storylines, so mm-hmm. on and so forth. Production, actually shooting, getting out there and directing with the individuals. And then you got post-production, which is going to be your editing and so on and so forth. Which part of the production phase does Flota enjoy? Um, I actually like, uh, I actually like shooting a video. Okay. You know what I mean? Um, I like being right. Just a lot of times you can edit whatever you want to edit in there. I feel like I can give 
the same footage to so many people. I feel like they damn near going to do the similar. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's going to be similar. You know what I'm saying? They going to flip they going to flip the video. They going to fade it out. You know what I'm saying? They going to put some flash transitions in there. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's pretty much going to be the same. Pretty much. A lot of a lot of videographers, uh editors, they use the same effects. Damn. It's kind of like um, engineering, you mm-hmm. know, you got your reverb, you got your compressor. It's it's the same process, okay. But not everybody shoot the same. Mm-hmm. That's what's what makes you different from everybody. Like your camera angles. Yeah. Not everybody shoots the same. Him. Like you can, like yo, that angle that what you see right then and there. Well, let not me do this. everybody shoots the yeah. same. There's people who's going, I mean, be back to the floor looking straight up at you while you having the convo and swing that mug around. You're it, like, dang, he look crazy on that ground. But it that ain't really footage. No, it ain't really no rules. It's not. And that's what I love about now, it because nobody can tell you. Like, So, let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Being a person who has a degree in television production is like the, it's like there there are rules. And it's like your, but they can be. It's broken. like your, your what you call when it comes to certain things that you do when you're shooting your camera. Like if you're shooting from particular angles and different degrees, and you know, so so on and so forth, like that. Those those are things that you can't do. Like there's technical things. Like if you know, you went to school. Things that come from the left are considered evil. Mm-hmm. Things that come from the right. I consider it good. So mm. you always know it's just like the the simple thing. But who knows those rules? Yeah. Who's really paying attention to those rules? It, it kinda trains a, it kinda trains your your mental. You yeah. don't know those rules, but you're trained right. kinda. You know what I'm saying? I was just I was just you know what's crazy you saying that? I was just telling somebody the same thing because I was putting them up on game about um uh like uh Ah, oh, what is it called? What is it called? Uh, the little the grid uh, that that you use uh-huh. when you're shooting the videos with the points. Ah, uh, the something the something rule the 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 what's the thirty three thirty rule of third rule of third rule of thirds rule of thirds yeah yeah rule of third yeah yeah your your rule yeah exactly okay so. I was telling this same person, like, some people wouldn't, uh, if you wasn't, if a person wasn't knowing the rule of thirds, mm-hmm. somebody wouldn't know that rule, but they'd probably be like, man, something's off. I don't know. You don't know what it is because you can't a viewer, the- A viewer, you don't even have to be a videographer. A viewer, a regular yep. person could be like, something just don't look right. Yep. They've seen so thousands of movies <laughs> so, in that same way that they know if something's off. That's yep. why I say doing videography, I've been trained my whole life damn near because I've been watching these things mm-hmm. so my you, whole yep. life. So and I picked it, up quick because I've been watching movies. It's simple. You can't, it's like you can't shoot from this angle. It's weird if you shoot from this angle and then go over there and shoot the same thing from this angle. It's it's weird. It's the third thing. Is mm-hmm. it's just weird. But one thing that my wife picked up on when we got together was the edits. So we would mm-hmm. watch movies and we would always catch where they messed up 
in the editing portion. Oh yeah, a lot. You know what I'm bro, saying? So you li- so you now don't want to be in the video. <laughs> so now she sits back and she's I like, we watching TV. She be like, oh, they voice is off. They voice ain't sing together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or oh, that was a jump cut. Oh, that door was open and they went back. The door was closed. So we see them things. You know what I'm saying? Because now as a videographer, mm-hmm. as an editor, you like, nah, they fucked up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? It's that- crazy peeping in there. I peep I I can't even watch the movie or video now because I'll be so in tuned in with the editing. Yeah. Like, oh that color grade is amazing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, I'll be looking like, man, that is amazing. Goes, How did they get that blue to pop like that? So it goes <laughs> back to it goes back to what we were talking about off. Before we were recording, certain mm-hmm. things that I don't want to do because I don't have my correct lighting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't have the 4K. Nobody wants 1080. When I got in the game, 1080 was popping. Was popping. Now it's so. That's the reason why I always say, "Listen, go holler at my man Flo. He's he's putting out the." Production that's in 4K. You know what? Um, they're up to the crazy part about it. They're up to like 8K right now. You see what I'm saying? Because it that, keeps that it advances. It advances so on the crazy. I, I just got a drone that's 5K. Mm-hmm. Um, and it just it throws you for a loop. Like what? Like you said, it's advancing because. There, there's one thing. We're still in a 4K world. Our TVs only go up to 4K. Our mm-hmm. phones only go up to 4K. Our computers go up to 5K. You can have a, like a 5K display. I don't know if you can go over. Maybe. But I know like I got a 5K display. Uh, iMac. But besides the computers, what mostly people watch stuff off TVs and uh, phones. Yeah, so, right. You could do something 8K and you could see it on there, but you're not really gonna get the full right until you get that display. But but it's still it's sharper. It's still sharp. And when it's it still comes sharper. to the when it comes to the selling portion, mm. um, hey, this is 4K quality. Oh uh, yeah, when you tell them, <laughs> oh my god, like That's I told somebody. Yo, what kind of drone you got? Yo, I got the whoop de whoop de whoop. Is it 4K? Oh, it's 5K. It's 5K? Oh, I need you now. You know what I'm saying? Where you? You know what I'm saying? So they get real hype about the quality. So, which goes to when I came into the game, I got the, my my camera that I purchased was a Canon 7D. Oh, you got the 7D? That was the man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I put yeah. out that. I pulled this out now. Yeah. And you killing me. Because crazy. It's, I'm 1080p, 18 megapixels, man, that ain't nothing. You 4K, you know, industry. That 7D was that 7D was crazy back then. You see what I'm saying? That 7D was So crazy. now I'm coming in the game and I'm like, man, I got the woo 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 woo. I'm the man shooting the videos. Then, you know, back then it was me, me, Crack Doja doing that thing. Crack Doja even upgraded to even something even more. Mm. He got the Mark III two or something. Mm. You know what I mean? It was crazy when he did so he was, that. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it, it's all good. 
anyways, fast forward. We're going to keep continue going with this one. You currently have the music video, commercial, and promo game in a headlock. What's next for what's next for you? Short films or movies? Um, you know what? Right now, I'm just uh, like I said, bro. That 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 first letter, bro. I'm I'm free right now, and wherever life takes me, man. Um, I just know I'm gonna be big. I know I'm a. I know I'm a change uh, um, a decent percentage of the world. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna make an impact on it. I don't. It may be a the way I edit, maybe some a new editing tool, a new. I'm gonna just do something that's gonna be, you know, start a new wave or something. Okay. But that's that's what I want to do, man. Where I don't know where it's gonna come from. Maybe with movies, and maybe like I said, out there in the savannah shooting them lions. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. I'm <laughs> with the I'm sandals tired. and stuff, man. With the hat cracking down Dundee hat, man. I don't know where it's gonna come from, but I know this. I know I found something I really love to do, and um, I'm not gonna let um, stereotypes hold me back from doing what I really want to do. So if you see a you see a black man tatted up, head to toe with dreads out there in the savannah with shooting them lions and shit, man, when he a little older. Don't be surprised. I'm going to be out there. You know what I'm saying? I might, I might be out there. You know what I'm saying? Let's get it. Let's go. All right, a couple more questions before we get out of here. Um, one of them that I wanted to ask, if you could turn back the uh, the hands and times and talk to the 18-year-old self. What would you tell Floater? Mm, I was asked this question like three weeks ago in that group I was telling you about. And I said, I would tell myself, keep going. You're doing good. Okay. Let's because go. I made a lot of mistakes, but those mistakes um, helped me to become who I am today. And I love who I am with all my flaws and everything. A couple more questions before we get out of here. Okay. What are some things that people misconceive about you? Um, people, I, I don't know why people feel like um, I'm cocky mm-hmm. or I'm just arrogant or something. I'm just like I said. Um, I'm a I'm an introvert. I I really. I like I love people, but at the same time, I I just don't like to be around people. I try my I, I'm, but like I said in the last few whatever, you know, I've been trying to get out of that, mm-hmm. trying to push myself out of that because I I understand that you can't be that way, uh, you know, doing business. You gotta network and talk to people and stuff like. But I don't I don't like it. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it. You know, if I could, I'd just be to myself. You know what I'm saying? But um, people take people take that wrong. You know, they take it like, ah, he don't want to rock with, you know, or he feel like he better or whatever the case may be. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not like that, bro. I just <laughs> I just vibe to myself better. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm I'm cool. 
<laughs> I guess it kind of goes like how, how it goes with everybody saying, oh, he funny style. Yeah, goes, yeah, It's more yeah. or less like, yeah, nah, like, I already seen. I, I, a lot of people told me the same thing I heard about you. A lot of people I've heard, man, I heard somebody said, man, you funny acting. Yeah. It's the same thing I've heard, you know, me too. Like, I'm funny nah, acting. I'm like, no, nah, I'm not. I'm not funny acting, bro. I just peeped you from deep. Like, I'm not funny. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm not funny acting at all, bro. i when I'm usually around somebody I don't know, I don't say much because mm-hmm. I want to see what type of person you are so I know what to say and what not to say. Yeah. Let me be around you for a few hours or whatever. You know what I'm saying? To really, once I peep you, okay. But if I ain't, you know, if I ain't caught on to you yet, I'm not about to open my mouth too much. Right. Real talk. That's real. I, I'm, I'm I'm the same way. Um. Name three people that have been the most influential to you. Um, three. I would say, um, dang, that was that's, <laughs> that was heavy. Damn, that was that was heavy. I would. I can only name two, really. That's my. That's, moms. that's cool. You that's can give me two. That's my moms and my pops. Okay, that's real. You know what I'm saying? They're um. You know when people talk about a conscious, mm-hmm. I believe that a conscious actually comes from people that um actually um have told you right from wrong. I don't think uh, I think your surroundings build on your conscious. Okay. So if nobody's told you right from wrong, I don't think you're going to hear that that's wrong. Okay. You're not going to hear that voice in your head. I think that voice in your head is whoever told you that that was wrong. Right. So if your mom told you you shouldn't go down there, I think you hear your mom's voice in your head that you know you shouldn't go down there. Yeah, because I heard my pops all the time. (laughs) You see what I'm saying? So it's like they build on my conscience a lot. Yeah. So I hear their voice in my head a lot when it comes to doing certain things. It's like, well, you know damn well you ain't supposed to do that shit. Right. So it's like, let me hit this U-turn. Now, why would you go do that? Let me hit this U-turn, you know Right. Um, Tom, why would you go do that? Yeah, yeah. You know you don't need, you got no business doing that. You know you ain't supposed to be fucking with them people over there, man. Right. You know you, come on now. Come on, Reg. That's like my pops. Come on, Reg. All right, let me Stand step. Up. Let me step out. Right. He, he, he owed me. Uh, if you could remove all barriers or hurdles that would be in the way, what artist or actor would you like to do a feature or a project with? Um, uh, industry or local? Industry. Are um, you? Can, you can. I mean, you could do both. Um, somebody I would like to do a project with. I, I mean, but I'm pretty sure that was more like an industry question. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Right. I, I'm pretty sure that um, you know, but Drake. Okay. I would love to. Um. And uh, just for the simple fact of, it was I, it was hard. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. 
But it was hard accepting that he's my uh, favorite artist of right now. It's hard accepting. <laughs> it's that. just hard me accepting him. I period. was on Meek's side so hard Ooh. when that thing came. I was. Yeah. Like, I did not want to. I was on Meek's side so tough. Me too. And when that happened, I I knew the reason why it happened like that. Man, nobody cares how genuine of a person you are. Nobody cares how real you are. In that realm, nobody cares about none of that, bro. None of that. Like, mm-hmm. everybody know. Like, come on, man. But at the end of the day, it's it's your entertainers. They're entertainers at the end of the day. And uh, Drake was more entertaining. You know, what he said got more, had more shock value. Than what Meek said. Yeah. Yeah. And... Even though Meek stands for a lot more than what Drake stands for, it was the job description. Yeah, the entertainer. Mm-hmm. You gotta entertain. It was the whoa, wow, whoa, way yep. more shock value. So, um, even though, like I said, I rock with Meek more than I rock with Drake. I it was hard for me to. I had a conversation with somebody, and they was asking me who I rock with. Mm-hmm. You know who's my favorite artist, and we was going down the list, and they was like, "Man, you like Drake?" And I was like, "No," nah, and I really thought about it. I could sing every Drake song, like every Drake song, and I was like, "Dang, I, I'm dang. a Drake fan." Yeah, I was like, "Ah," <laughs> it's like, "Yeah, I can't," and I can't, I can't lie. When he dropped, shit gotta stop. I gotta cut it on. And I got to hear every track front to back. So Man, like, I had to stop with the Drake hating. Go ahead and give him his props. I don't, know why, I don't know why it was so much like I did not want to fuck with Drake. I did I, not want to say he was my favorite artist right now. But right now, I think right now he makes a lot of music that uh, he takes a lot of samples from back then. Mm-hmm. He plays with my uh, 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 the nostalgic side. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because he takes that old music, twist it, bring it back, even some of the bars, and it just reminds me of when I was a child. Mm-hmm. And it's hard to do that because when people go there, I'd be like, man, get out. Get, stop. Stop. Don't touch that. So, <laughs> but I don't know why he fi- he finds a way to touch those areas. And it, it, I don't know why, but my mental is like, it's okay. Like, he can do that. Okay. Like, we rock with this. Cool. So, I was like, all right. Cool. Top five. My top five. Ooh. Ah, that's hard. <laughs> the top five for me personally or personally, for the world who I think. For you personally. For, for me. Yeah. Um because your top five is your top five. Okay, okay. Um, my top five of all time. So we do have to throw MJ so, in there. So Michael Jackson. And my top five is gonna be so crazy. I'm just letting you know. Michael Jackson, <laughs> Jeezy, Drake, Jada, and uh, Wayne. Okay, that's respectable. And and those and those are just people you know I could have at, at one point in time, and some even now that I could have listened to back to back to back to back. Like the new Wayne, nah, but the older Wayne. Uh, oh my god, he couldn't do no wrong to me, man. Man, I just heard Wayne on that new Polo G. 
Oh, yeah, he spaz. Yeah, he spaz. Oh, he my gosh, man. Shout even, out. Even on that, the, uh, that's the hard. Track. That, that, that first I gotta go back and listen to that on that new joint that she that new project she just that Man. project that she just re-released yeah the track one when okay. he came on I was like that's that old Wayne on there okay I'm going back I'm going to get that I'm gonna I go said, check that's that that's that old Wayne that I was like god damn I just don't like when he do that uh, the high pitched voice mm-hmm. And just be just rapping just to rap. I don't like that, bro. That shit gotta make sense <laughs> to me, man. But yeah. yeah. As people, we have the opportunity to learn new things daily. Of course, you have more life to live, but what is the most important thing that you would say that you have learned today? Oh, that's 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 uh that's deep because I've learned a lot. But I would say, um, um, figure out who you are. Figure out who you are. Like fuck the statistics. Fuck what everybody else like. Really figure out who you are, because I've learned um, in this lifetime, people will tell you who they are, and they could uh, they could be wrong about who they telling you they are because they don't know themselves. Mm-hmm. They can mm. say, man, I don't mm. like that, man. I don't. And I, <laughs> but they, you could find out later on that they actually like that. And it's not that they was lying to you. They just didn't know. Hey, you, they you don't know. know they guessing. So, so I'm going to tell you, I had this question on hand. I, I actually skipped the question. And it was, it was something that you said that I read. Mm. And you was like, yo, I just found out who I am mm. as an individual. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I just found out the things that I like as an individual. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I just wanted to feel like when you found out, you know, hey, this is me. You know, how how, how did that feel? I didn't even ask. I skipped it, but then yeah. you brought it up. So, yeah. you know. um, that To me, that was heavy because I felt like I've been, like I said, I wasn't, too big into rapping about things I didn't do or none of that, but I still somewhere I still felt like I've been living a lie. Mm-hmm. The things I said I liked and didn't like, I didn't. It was the total opposite. The things I was telling people who I was was wrong because mm-hmm. I didn't like, and that's why I said people be guessing. <laughs> if you don't know yourself, you guessing. Yeah, man. I don't, but then the next day it's something totally different. You know what I'm saying? You might be with a woman or something. It's a lot of situations. You ever, you know what I'm saying? You have been with a woman and she tell you, man, I don't, I don't think I want to. But then it's something totally different. A couple yeah. minutes later or she get there and it's like, well, I actually don't want that. You don't, you guessing. Yeah. You don't know what you want. Yeah. You ain't went through that yet to figure that out. So, and that's why I said it, it's very important to know who you are. Cause you guessing, you just going through life guessing, and 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 you can fuck yourself up like that, not knowing what you actually want. You can get yourself in lifetime situations and shit like that, right? Not knowing what you want, not knowing guessing. what you want. And hey, sometimes it could be good, sometimes it could turn out, you know. Because as be adults, bad. we can't. As adults, we have to stand on a lot of things. Mm-hmm. We have to make firm decisions. And those a lot of decisions we make. Like if we decide, 
Like when you decided you was gonna live here, you can't just be like, oh, I don't wanna and then get out of here the next day. <laughs> right. You know what I'm saying? So this <laughs> decisions you gotta yeah. you gotta know. Yep. Do you, you really know. want this right yep. here? That's what I'm gonna so, do. And and like I say, as adults, there's a there's a lot of those same decisions. You could fuck yourself up not knowing what you want. So and that's why I say like that, that's probably the biggest thing, like knowing yourself, knowing what you really want. Last question of the show. Will we get a flow to EP or album in the near future? <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? I'm actually uh I don't really like to speak on stuff um that I don't I'm not for sure about, but I actually um I'm gonna take a trip here soon. Um I'm gonna take a trip far away. And um I was thinking, I was like, man, I can go ahead and shoot a video or something now. So might if it might might catch an EP, but I think definitely it'll catch a video here soon. Definitely, because I'm feeling that video vibe for myself. I just want to get those vibes off. I'm really feeling it right now. You know, there's there's stuff I'm seeing in artists. I'm like, ah, you should do this or you should do that. And I'm like, let me, let me just, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I just want to get in and do my thing, you know, not to just sit in there and I don't want to marinate in it. I just want to, you know, I just want to, you know. Get my get my foot wet. You know yeah. what I'm saying? I don't want to jump all the way in, just get my foot wet a little bit. In and out. You know what I mean? Cause That's it's, it's the, the energy from it. I, I do miss the energy from it. I ain't gonna lie. It's a very competitive sport, and I told you I got a very competitive nature. Mm. The world we live in can sometimes give us a distorted view. But here, it's all about having a clearer view through conversation. So thank you for tuning in. Now you see Floda. FYM through my eyes. Peace, love, blessings. The world, it was fun. Don't forget to tap into the. Hey yo, hey yo, hey yo. Ultra magnetic TV. If you see them cameras Powered by audio club music. This is none other than your boy Ill Will, one eye Willie, and this is the world's illest. Podcast. Podcast. Through my Through eyes my with eyes one eye, eye Willie. What, what up? What up? What up? What up? What up?